Welcome to Rewind the Love, a podcast about the best era in reality television, recapping shows like Flavor of Love, Rock of Love, and all the great celebrity shows that you love. I am Mike. And I'm Sonia, here and for an epic episode. It's probably the most detailed notes that I've done since everybody, episode one of everyone, season one. Mike took more than two pages of notes. You know it's going to be a good In that one. case, it's three times the amount. Oh my god. I have six pages of notes. What? The amount of pausing I did was almost uncomfortable. Welcome to my life. And and by the way, just like, just so you know that it's not just Mike that's being dramatic, it did take me, uh, I would say about 10 hours. At least. That that might even be. I remember when I started the episode, I was asking you about dinner, what we were going to do for dinner tonight. And you're like, why should, why worry about it? It's only two o'clock. And I finished taking the notes at uh, close to one in the morning, I think about yeah well i took breaks in between it was not 10 solid hours of writing we watched two episodes of pose well, in between th- we ate dinner we we got ice cream was it three did- hours for the first five minutes easily or 10 well, i just you also got distracted by instagram yeah it just yeah. was a lot going on anyway it's a really good one it's going to be a really good episode both of the mm. actual show and of our show indeed tell everybody tell everybody you know to subscribe Please yourself rate and review. We appreciate everything we've gotten so far. Yes, ideally five stars. If you want to watch along with us, you can do so on Hulu or our personal recommendation, 2BTV.com. No, they are not a sponsor. It's just we don't like ads. And and they have a crazy amount of cursing, and it makes the show that much better. Yes, it is a different show when you can hear the swear words. I love it. It changes everything. It's freaking fantastic. I love it. So this episode, the reason why it is so extra and spectacular is new york is back well we kind of have uh i know i was going to hype this up by saying uh we figured it would be appropriate since we have one iconic bad bitch returning that we bring on another one onto our show are you gonna intro her the same what what hold on do i have to put everybody I'll okay go, so everybody uh, wherever you are line everyone yes. up hang on i'm gonna go stand across the room give me a second. yes everybody line up wherever you are and i'm going to make a big dramatic announcement coming through the metaphorical door because she is not with us in person <laughs> sarah hunt hello everyone <laughs> new york is in the mother fucking house <laughs> <laughs> your eyes ain't playing tricks your ears ain't playing tricks on you <laughs> yeah what an uh, entrance thank you so much i don't think any well and you know what i'm fine with that i love that yes <laughs> this yes. is real love people yes this is like right your eyes aren't like i said your eyes aren't playing tricks on you it's real love <laughs> well i am happy to be back and just like you guys that this is an epic episode i think i have like eight pages of notes um i actually rewrote my notes (laughs) yeah that's i was gonna say that's very that's commitment i appreciate i have a i have a record of notes i have 17 17. (gasps) oh my god i have 17 well okay so let me be clear about the way my notes situation is so i have terrible adhd not like oh my god i'm so adhd like no i'm diagnosed on medication all that jazz so i literally am so like squirrel brain like zipping from thing to thing that if i don't write down almost exactly what happened i will gloss right over it 
So it is a yep. lot of like me detailing verbatim it, what the it's show really is. for like the example. The person could have like a side interview and be like, and I said to, and she'll pause and write, and this yeah. character said to. I know. I need to figure out a shorthand method. Yeah. yeah. The key. You got to get that stenographer uh, I know. trait. I, know. I have a stenograph. I have a stenograph. I think that's what yeah, it's called. I guess, yeah, that's, I guess that's but, what it um, is. I did the exact same thing. And also it was nice to go back and rewrite because then that way, like I would have like a shorthand of something and then I would think of something else that I could complain about too. Cause there was a lot to complain about. Oh, there's, there is so much there. Yeah. It, so it like, is an episode. This season. Okay. This episode, I called it the Iliad. Okay. Cause it, it was, it was like, <laughs> epic nine-year war it was just long and there was so much unnecessary fighting and okay because i don't i if people haven't listened to your podcast like you know whatever they're just tuning in this season starts with a concussion and someone shitting on the floor right that is base level yes. that's where we start concussion shit on the floor it's crazy yeah and just every kind of problematic under the sun this week is like some repeat problematic themes uh just your regular run-of-the-mill slut shaming some light transphobia uh you know like very mild racism you know just lighter Mm -hmm. notes of the themes because the actual fights are so dramatic Mm -hmm. just calling this the iliad i was like this is epic and it's just so dramatic for no reason yeah, these these ladies are well, she something real. special. That's what? what it is. It really it seems like this whole season you're watching fun things are happening, and like you know it's it's missing something from season one, and you didn't know what it was, and you turns out like, it was a person. The, yeah, you get the fact that you know New York is it. She has yeah. that it factor. She makes the show into something. I don't want to say that much better, but kind of no, but it is. It is that yeah. much better. You want to watch it? She's fucking funny. Like I was well, laughing yeah. my ass off. So New York is hilarious, and she is able to pull any type of emotion. Normally, it's like a dramatic, you know, emotion. But all those other girls were so boring. And it really you know? is proof that That's... they came into this show trying to be her and just proving yeah. how they were like how they didn't succeed at all. Saying they're boring is like the perfect way to put it. It really yeah. is. Because the more you like boring. them and yeah, you like them and there's some drama between them and the little fun things where they all But it's all different fight when they're little, mean for the sake the of same. being mean versus Yeah. Like New York being is mean definitely to make TV. Yeah, like being mean to and being entertaining while you're doing yeah. it. like somehow that makes it more it's acceptable. like new york looks over and goes hey producer just just wait just wait give me two seconds i got this yeah so yeah. let's i love it i uh, i'll save that question till the end oh yeah all right let's this is probably gonna be a long one a oh, yummy yeah. one so buckle your oh, yeah. seatbelts. we're starting this up yeah, yeah I, I was gonna go. say i know we didn't i know we didn't talk about this before like we started recording episode we're gonna have an iliad nine years it's gonna be nine years long everybody yes yes it is nine years across the board okay so we're now on episode six of season two titled who loves new york and as you all probably know we do we love Uh, new york so much oh my god we uh but we open the episode to flave once again it's kind of the end of the last episode where he's lining all the girls up 
because uh, I mean, he's about to introduce everyone's favorite. He just goes, yo, New York. And you see all the girls faces kind of, you know, they all kind of laugh a little like, you got to be kidding me. But she walks in. Number one, she is looking real skinny. Yes, she lost all the weight for sure. It's like, it's all it's of un- it. Yeah, it's almost unhealthy looking, but she actually kind of looks, you could tell she's been like. I still think she looks better thicker, but that's, yes. you know. But after seeing yeah. something like her I, hair hair looks good. and Her hair looks like shit. What? I thought it looked better than it did from season one. Her hair looks like no, shit. No, season one, her hair was way better. This one, it wow, looks almost. like. It's and the color actually the the lighter color isn't a bad look on her. Maybe that's what it is. No, the color is a good look on her. It looks like I think it's just a bad wig or extension or something. It looks yeah, it looks very plasticky. Okay, I I never said it looked good. Okay, you never said it looked good. So yeah, we Mike, we understand what you're talking about. It's the color. Yes. Yes, Okay. Hundred percent. Yeah, that color is a good look on her. So. We get some iconic New York moments, although I didn't really think they did some good ones because they do a very quick clip of the fight with Hottie. But basically, it's the Beyonce, sweetie, I'm so sorry that like a bitch like this would compare herself to you. But they leave out the fact that she's talking to Beyonce. So that was kind of like that's like important context. (laughs) So uh, the serious thing is really funny. Well, I know. So uh, New York saying she'll fight to the death and claw her way to his heart. Uh, New York saying she's in the motherfucking house during her fight with Hottie and getting spit it. on, and, yes, and of course getting be. spit on. And, the and then, and then, and then Flav awesome. saying, and I don't remember this scene where he's like in bed with her, like kissing her on the stomach or something, and he's saying that she's like, oh, she treated your man the way a woman's supposed to be, the woman's supposed to treat her man, and then it's like, why didn't you fucking keep her then, you fucking goblin? Okay. So in season two, now, you know that James and I do entirely too much research that doesn't make sense. Yeah, Um, I love you for it. I think I remember reading somewhere that Flav was actually with one of his baby mamas um, during this season, and he would, like, go home at the end of the night. (gasps) Wow. What a weird fucking, why would you do that? Like, just in case I didn't fucking hate him. Right? Exactly. Like, just in case I didn't hate him enough, the idea yeah. that he would yeah. leave. Well, because I know that he had a baby in between with a woman in between season two and season three. We we've yeah. since established that. But the fucking nerve. Oh God, just the yeah. worst guy. Uh so back to the present, so to speak. So when she walks in, she gives him this gross horrific kiss and she's like kind of moaning and i wrote i literally want to die (laughs) even i knew it you know it's bad because even sex positivity icon nibbles looks genuinely shocked by the kiss like genuinely shocked and offended by the kiss yeah she really does delicious gags and says she threw up in her mouth and flav and his talking head is like i don't know if you both noticed this but he's like Man, is it so good seeing my girl New York again? Like he, literally, he was that plain and he basic? was that plain about it. Like literally, is yeah. just like no expression on his face. I didn't know that. No that excitement funny. in his eyes. Like you can tell, this is purely a. You can tell when he's being sincere and when he's being told to say stuff because he has a line later on that's. I'm sure we'll talk about at length. I hope so. That it looks like obviously that, he's not good at like ribbing. Or just being like told to about what to yeah. say. Like, being told 
you have to say, I'm excited to see New York again. Like, it's your decision to have her back. He reminds us that she is here to help decide with elimination and all that jazz. Boots literally says out loud, never. Like, out loud yeah. during the, during, like, with Flav in New York right there. Flav, once New York is there, he just goes, all right, well, enjoy her. See you later. Bye. And leaves. Yeah. Like, just, it's, you know, leave uh, them alone. Have we uh, covered who our surviving members are, like, in the beginning of the episode? No, no which we so, should probably start doing that. <laughs> <laughs> we've got, uh, we've got Beautiful, and then um, we've got uh, Nibbles, or Mike Tyson, because remember? <laughs> yes. <laughs> beginning. Okay. Um, we've got Boots, we've got Bucky, we've got Crazy, we've got Buckwild, and Delicious. You're really and making us look like hacks. <laughs> Like you're doing no. our job. By the way, here's how. Here's, here's no, what's going I on just, with this show. I, have, I couldn't remember all of their names because like oh. Buck Wild and Bucky. Like how? Like I just yeah. couldn't remember everybody's names. Yeah, it was just I, it, I had to write it down. I'm not trying to show anybody up. No, but, oh my god, of know. course. But uh, th- no, it's <laughs> it's it's essential for people who cannot keep them straight. We're this just so was... entrenched in this. This is like our life now that we're like everybody knows what's going on. It's fine. Yeah. Everyone's just caught up with us. Yeah, right. We assume that everybody's been listening this whole point, but welcome if this is your first time listening. Uh, but yeah, I it's love a- that Boots was like, no, New York's not never. Yeah, you're definitely reminded that she's 21 throughout this yeah. for a variety of reasons. So New York is like, oh, like, you better, like, treat me nice. All I could think about during this scene is I have, I don't know if I've actually mentioned this on the show before, but I was in a sorority. And oh, really? while, yes, I was, it's, you know, it's a, it was a thing. So there were always like, even when I was a, an active sister, there were like alumni who would come back and just think that because they had, I don't know, graduated before me, that they could talk to me any old way. And this is, there is one girl in particular, which as much as I love New York, I fucking hate this girl that she reminds me of during this thing. And all I could think about was the same thing. Like even like recently I went to a fucking bachelorette party with this girl and who is now like into her thirties and was still trying to act like she could order us around. And I'm like, we're 10 years out of college. The fuck are you doing? Yeah. Rugby, that was yeah, we're okay. same. yeah. Like just fucking shut up, like get a life. So yeah. <laughs> not that I, yeah, it's not, not that cool. I would say this about Thanks. New York. I fucking love New York. So they all, well, of course, uh, I don't know, like she makes a New York makes a weird comment about delicious, about something about her ass popping out of her about her wanting to see her ass pop out of her dress. If you're so delicious, yeah, your ass should be popping out of that dress. Which like that. it probably is. Oh, her ass looks huge in the scene. Her ass I is, mean her ass looks huge always. I was gonna it's say, so when does it not? New York is saying looking from the front. Yeah, New York No, you can still see it from the front. I just do some hits. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh Flame yeah, and I are ask- dear friends, and he needs my help, and uh, he's going to get an honest opinion about the women. Sonia, I'm sure you're the same way. If my ex-boyfriend calls me and is like, I need you to help me, I'd be like, ha, no, and then I'd hang up the phone. Like, there's no getting me doing anything. <laughs> uh, I guess maybe that is helping. my sorority thing that I would just be, I mean, that, like, I don't give a shit about you, but, like, just, like, sometimes, yeah. I don't know. I guess maybe that maybe that uh being mean to subordinates thing isn't my idea. <laughs> maybe I'm not as distant from the sorority <laughs> thing as I thought. <laughs> but 
Uh, so New York has to immediately come in and establish dominance by making yeah. Buck Wild pour her a fresh glass of champagne yes. because she doesn't know her well yes. enough and makes a joke about one of like, oh, maybe like whatever, Don't slipping slip her a Mickey. Mickey. Yeah. Just like, yeah. yeah. But it's like, surprise, all the ones that had the drugs with them got sent home. Yeah. So you're you like, should they be all right. went home. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, what I thought you wanted ecstasy or something like that, you missed out by a week. Yeah. What I thought was really funny is that remember, I remember the last episode we were talking about that the Stockholm syndrome and like you can just kind of see it. Yes. There. I definitely thought of these women more like it was almost like these prison this season. And that when New York's going in there, because she has to immediately like assert dominance because yes. it's already been taken over by all of those girls. And it just kind of felt like this weird like prison mentality. Oh, 100 in the house. I, and was I don't thinking know that same thing, especially because yeah, the, the scene eight. she has with Boots later on that's made really me think See, that I too. I didn't think about it that way, but that's a very interesting like analogy for it. That's that's, that's exactly yeah. what it is, that's especially because I was gonna, I was actually going to say something similar in reference to a scene with boots later but we'll we'll get to it so oh, was it was the, nuts i was thinking orange is the new black what the hell was the one's name red's friend which one the badass woman uh v? oh oh what is her name is it v? no oh wait no v was the one that was in charge of the black girls and she she fucked but wasn't that her coming back i guess technically and then red was like oh shit she's here but they knew each other from the past or something yeah i thought you were gonna oh you didn't watch this last season no I never mind yes okay anyway <laughs> i don't watch the show <laughs> i know that's i was gonna say we've, we're we're gonna be referencing a lot of well especially because we started watching pose this weekend i forgot if i brought that up before if it was oh, on or before, before or after we started recording tonight's theme is right the category is, oh, category. is uh right the category is so I was going to say I was going to bring it up. Well, I was going to bring that up later. But anyway, we watch Love a lot Billy of Porter. we watch a lot of shows. So <laughs> we do watch other things besides just Flavor of Love. Like we need a break. Yeah, yeah. we watch Rock we, of Especially Love. after this season. This season was difficult. You had to really take a break every couple of episodes because it's so much fighting. I also needed something like modern and progressive because Flav just would make me increasingly like the last two episodes I went on like rants about how so last week was the fat shaming one yes right mm -hmm. and the week yeah. before was everything probably, was another still? one I was yeah. gonna say it was another it was another jacked up one but either way I've been like going on rants about how he's really manipulating them and if, if yeah. it's actually consent because there's clearly such a power dynamic and so many of the women were like, I knew what I had to do to stay, but I was going to talk about that in, re in reference later to the, one of the fights that goes on. Oh yeah. So New York is asking them how they feel about being back and boots being all of 21 is like, I'm not excited to see you. And New York's like, well, you shouldn't be. So. <laughs> yeah. So why do you ask? What yeah. You like just, I know because she has to assert dominance. So. Boots is like, oh, because you're just another girl to slob on my man, slop my man down. That's yeah. And New York, uh -oh. I swear to God, I cracked up every time I watched it. She's like, ooh, you're man. Yeah, I'm like, you did that all last season. That's, I you thank you. I literally, so New York's next line is like, you're calling him that pretty early on. And literally in my notes, it Which says, you're not one to talk. That's yeah. why, though. Maybe she's doing it like, don't steal my shit. 
I guess. Yeah. You're a dreamer. You're you a dreamer. dreamer. You're a dream a lot in your sleep. Lot. That made no yeah, sense. Yeah, you dream a lot in sleep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I wrote down here that would New York be in this season? So I started to think about which character uh, New York would be in the Iliad, right? Because I've oh been calling God. this the Iliad. Um, <laughs> and I didn't know if she would be Helen, right? And then I yeah. was like, maybe she's Helen because, you know, Paris stole Helen from Menelaus and then brought her. But, like, everybody liked Helen. So I'm like, maybe she's not. So I was like, okay, maybe New York is Agamemnon because she's trying to get everyone to help him fight Troy. You know, like she's like she's trying to gather all of her her army here. So I'm just my little Iliad. Like raising up, raising up the quality of this show with like fancy references and shit. Look at you. Fancy high school ass references. I was going to say, well, I was an English major and I forgot. The Iliad completely besides <laughs> Helen of Troy. So, yeah, I am like, oh, is that the Orlando Bloom one? <laughs> That's what I do. I love that movie. I actually don't know if I've seen that. Oh, Troy? I'm not an Orlando Bloom fan. Yeah, me neither. He's kind of he trash. wasn't really in my there, ministry. Take it. It's your. Well, it's he, technically Brad Pitt's oh, movie. Yeah, it's Brad Pitt's movie. Oh, but he's a so, great Achilles. Oh, sure. he's a wonderful Achilles. Um, mm-hmm. But I love that you brought up that uh, Boots is all of 21 because in that last episode, they're just supposed to like sporadically throw a party. And I thought that was super rude because I'm like, first of all, you need to fucking plan. OK, I don't know what these people like to eat or drink and like, you know, but they're 21. So they're just like, I don't know, like, we'll just have some like booze or something like they're I mean, I not. The producers aren't good to- took care of it. It seemed like the producers took yeah. care of all that stuff because, I mean, I'm sure they probably had um, there was a like with the riders and whatever, yeah. like, uh, you know, so but that but like, I mean, that would suck, though, like you have to put all that work like and then you have to like be pretty for people like fuck out of here. That's too much work. Yeah, fuck out of here. I don't I'm not ready to entertain today. I didn't want I mean, to so no. I want to at home and not do this. Yeah, no, I know, especially <laughs> oh, for especially for fucking random ass rappers who are going to sexually harass me or just regular yeah. harass me in crazy's case. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, so, yep. so I got a lot to say about that. Right. Well, New York uh, says to Boots, you know, if he's going to be yours, you know, if he's your man, tell me why. And Boots is like, I'm because, I'm, because, because I'm real and he's feeling, feeling me. And she's like, because I speak my mind. And New York goes, everybody speaks their mind. What do you think they get their ideas from? Their ass. <laughs> I just like just it's yeah. hazing and I it's like she knew it. that line was coming. She's like she's gonna say something well, about that. Yeah, like boots boots like walked her right into it. Into yeah, that trap. I'm like this is why New York is wonderful because she's she thinks on her feet and I don't know if it's just like a New York thing because people from the East Coast just generally have a quip real quick. You know, like they're uh, able to do that because you have to talk shit to everybody. So as somebody more adjacent to New York City, she's from Syracuse. <laughs> She's, oh, yeah, that's no, 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 New York. Oh. She's saying New York. That's why she's so quick. Oh. New York is from Syracuse. That's not, that's not New York the yeah, same way. It's New York adjacent. That's more like, I was going to say, compared like to us, in, in, in my mind, it's the Midwest, basically. That's, hey, that's how yeah, yeah it there. might as well be. No yeah. shade. I know that well, you're, it depends where, because there's the city of Syracuse, which people do talk shit and it's very poor. And, it's uh, not. No, nah, the crime yeah. rate is really, really bad. I, like, I get all that, but it's it's different. Like that was like because like I went to school in Albany. I went to school in Albany. It's like people are like, oh, the city, and I'm like, y'all motherfuckers wouldn't know a city if you if it fucking slapped you in the face. Well, I'm being, yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say alienating any of our <laughs> non New no York shame. City fans. It's fine. It's all love. So Midwest Boots, is fine. 
yeah yeah well i mean you're rep in the midwest and well not west coast but southwest <laughs> yeah southwest i'm from Illinois? chicago and I, I live in phoenix but so you know a city like that's the difference you know a city yeah, yeah. that's true it's an honor for new york to be back in this house and i want you to ponder this listener and also sonia and like i want you guys to ponder this as well it's such an <laughs> honor to come back okay and sleep in a stupid twin-size bed in this oh. giant silly house in a room with a bunch of people that you don't fucking know. I'd be like, is there not like a split master out here? Do I have? Why do I sleep in a twin-size bed? Do I was I thinking that too. That I was like, I and not even that that she doesn't even Fuck get that. her own room. She's supposed to be this special guest, and she doesn't yeah. even get her own room. She has to stay in the room with them. Like everything's fine yeah. and normal. So yeah, here we go. Just, it's, it's kind of foreshadowing. I mean, yeah, surprise, but <laughs> spoiler alert. <laughs> I just yeah. said foreshadowing. I didn't oh no, we don't mind. It. We don't mind yeah. spoiling. New York fucking stays. Surprise. Oh, who do you, who are you guys going out with? About hoops, like hoops number one. So who who are you going out with, Sonia? Like if you if you had pick of the litter right now. If I didn't know who ultimately gets picked, you mean? Yeah, right now as it stands, and you don't know the future, who are you picking to go out with? Oh, I thought you were asking like personal preference. I was gonna say, well, that's because I have two different answers. I have oh, yeah, in terms of preference. who he who he is Love most crazy. interested in, who I think that yeah. he's most interested in, and I would be the the least surprised to see win versus who I think he yeah. should be with. I think he mm. should have been with Nibbles, honestly. But I don't think also that he was secure enough for her. Like I think that Nibbles is yeah. a good She'd I think get that the lifestyle. Yeah, she'd, she'd understand a little lifestyle. bit better. I think in terms of who he's actually the most interested in, I think it would be between crazy and and delicious. Mm. I would go out with Bucky if it was me. I thought I loved her. I don't know why. I just she just always had like a funny thing to say about everything. She is the her line at the very very end of the show made me laugh out loud. Like she yeah. is she is very funny. I was gonna say if you want to keep up with her, she's still on she's on Love and Hip Hop Miami right now. Oh God, okay, I do have to keep up with her because I loved her. Yeah, but yeah, I so I wasn't in love with anybody. Like I wanted, I knew that I wanted to pick Hoops or New York. I mean, you. Knew She's crazy and that, you know, you just knew that he wasn't going to do that. But I just wasn't, everybody was so boring. Like, beautiful was so boring. She, yeah. I was just like, okay. Like, she's objectively you know. beautiful and, like, yeah. you know, and she's, I think she has, like, a cute personality. Like, when they talked to her, like, she seemed really great. She just didn't seem like a good fit for she the show. She just kind of got by Mike, who do you, who do you? Well, yeah, you know, I you... love, if it was me personally, I love crazy. I think she's hot. <laughs> okay. So yeah. I would. I don't think she'd be okay. good for Flav because she's way too much of the jealous no. type. I don't think she's. Yeah. I think she's entire. Every time she's been jealous, she's been a little. It's been a little bit acting for the camera, but a little bit. But I feel I think, like like him gaslighting with, her with the way he is, like we you know we all know he's kind of got the baby mama outside this right now and the girlfriend. Oh and all well, that going right. On. Well, with that in mind, he yes, shouldn't pick anybody. I look at crazy. Yeah, like, exactly. If he wanted to go out and do something. <laughs> Like she's gonna be like, well, why am I not going with you, or this or that? You know, yeah. I feel it could be trouble. I yeah. really think Nibbles, when you look at his lifestyle, would probably be the most open-minded, and she'd be the most understanding for sure. Yeah, you know, yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, you know, I'm starting to think too that the fact that he had somebody waiting at home while disgusting 
kind of informs the fact that he was really mostly interested in these girls for sex. Yeah, absolutely. Like it kind yeah. of changes the dynamic where it's like, obviously I'm not trying to build a relationship with you if I'm literally in the middle of getting somebody pregnant. Yeah. You know, like yeah. it's I'm so obviously and right. You all are 20 yeah. in your mid twenties, like, and cute and DTF more or less. Yeah. Like yeah. might as well live it up. I don't know. Yeah, but again, that that tacks on to what a weird day at work. Like, sorry, honey, it was a rough day. I had to make out with them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, weird. I don't, it, it made me uncomfortable. I was like, yeah. ugh. That's totally got naked point. in the hot tub with the woman today. Uh, and it's on yeah! camera, so you get to see it later. Uh, <laughs> but maybe she doesn't support. care. Yeah, maybe, maybe, she, maybe she doesn't yeah. care. But I mean, I... Well, it, it goes back to season one, because you know how in season one, um, he's like, well, I'm going to be macking on ladies, and I'm going to be kissing on people, and I'm going to be around people. Like, you have to be okay with that. Yeah. And maybe he's actually being completely 1,000% serious. Maybe that's just how he... I mean, that's fine. It's just not my cup of tea, but yeah. I So as much as I would like to believe that Flav is just like a polyamorous icon, I think that he is probably he's too much of a control freak i think to the idea yeah. that the a woman would be with other men yeah like i just don't see him be like i feel like he's too old school machismo to ever be actually on board with that yeah, yeah and then he's also got these weird stands like i to be able to keep secrets with my whatever and it's like well you've got a house full of women that are competing for you of course they're gonna fucking send them in the hot like of course yeah which is what are you doing don't have them talk to each other then they're all right then the isolate room. them like on fucking r kelly style yeah. there you go perfect <laughs> so uh they're all chilling Traffic they breakthrough. so they're all kind of chilling after this awkward discussion but all the ladies are kind of having this bonding moment talking about how New York is full of shit and how it doesn't make any sense that she's the one responsible for cuts. Boots has the nerve to say New York is dramatic, which it's like pot meat kettle. Honey. So honey. crazy is right. Oh, honey. <laughs> crazy, honey. Is, crazy is in the bathroom and you don't really think much of it. You know, we see these ladies in the bathroom all the time, not going to the bathroom, but like, you know, fixing themselves in the mirror. And we don't really think much of it until uh, she comes out and she turns to beautiful and goes, I'm just, I'm really disgusted. Like, do you actually have a cold uh, sore on your lip? And beautiful, oh do you actually have uh, one on my lip? And she's like, because I just kissed him and I just, it's, it's really disgusting and blah, blah, blah. And beautiful's like, I said I had one on my lip. Like, yeah, that's, that's and, it. Also, and crazy like, I don't know. I don't know the incubation period on cold sores, but like, hi, we're all, I've just been with you guys and that's, we're all kissing on the same guy. I'm like 20 years old and I'm fucking uncomfortable. I'm on camera and I have to be around you fucking bitches all the time. Like I'm going to get a cold sore. Like, yeah. I'm going to stress out a little bit. That made a ton of sense to me. That's and true. because I am nuts, I pulled up cold sore statistic. <laughs> Hold on. That was supposed <gasps> to my, my later, my later note, 48% of people between the ages of 14 and 49 have herpes simplex virus one, which is a cold sore. Yeah. yeah. 48% of people. Gets 
So I right, there's obviously a lot of stress that would make it more prominent, <laughs> or she could have just had one, or it could be a sore, like a because she kind of says later that it's a scar, I think. <laughs> so maybe it's a scar from a past cold sore that she just was pointing out to somebody. Oh, I have. They have all they're doing is dicking around, making conversation all day. That's how I feel like a lot of this shit comes out. That like all of a sudden somebody brings something up on camera, and it's like, whoa, where is this coming from? Yeah, and also, like, why wouldn't you try to ignite some paranoia and be like, listen, I've just been with you guys this whole time. The only person that's able to leave here is Flava Flav, and we're all making out with him. So it's either right. my fault that I have a cold sore or it's something else. Like, well, you know, that's it's a the cold thing about it, too, open. where it's like, right, exactly. It's a cold sore, get over it. I know that, like, obviously, some people, obviously, the ideally, you don't want to have a cold sore, but one, it's not the end of the yeah. world because everybody gets them. And two, yeah. like, did you not know that, like, statistically, based on the fact that, as I mentioned, 48% of people, and they said the numbers have since gone down, and that was a study from 2018, that, like, oh, okay, well. you know, so statistically, a lot of these women probably already have herpes simplex 1. Yeah. Like, statistically, and you've been making out with him this whole time? Oh, so now that you have a physical evidence of something might be fucking weird, now this is suddenly when you take such issue with it? Yeah. Oh, by the way, everybody, feel free to use that at parties. I'm going to. I'm going to be like, did you know 48% of the women in this room? Right. <laughs> <laughs> of the people. Men and women. They had a cold store. We should ask yeah. them. Probably have, right. Like, exactly. Do you? Like, do you yeah. walking around the room? So crazy is carrying on. Like, oh, it's so disgusting. It's so contagious. And beautiful is oh, like. Throw up in my mouth. Yeah. Beautiful is like, you're acting like I've got AIDS. Like. Can you relax? And everyone starts laughing. Right. Which everybody finds yeah. hilarious, which it's like, I, I get that, like, she is being overdramatic and it's definitely not the same as AIDS, but I don't know, I guess because we were watching Pose, I'm, like, extra sensitive to, like, an AIDS show. I was going to say I'm extra sensitive to an AIDS show. Not really appropriate. And, so. And also everybody's laughing, hearing that that's, like, the first thing that she said that was funny. That you're that's, like, well, oh that's, my like, God. the first thing she said, like, in several Beautiful. weeks. I forget you're on this so, show. So, while the ladies are all chilling and talking shit. New York knocks on Flave's suite, wrapped in a little blanket. So I guess she's sleeping there. That's how we find out that she's sleeping in the room with them like regular. She says that she yeah. and Flave have some rekindling to do. She wants him to know that she appreciated asking him back. And she's just like, I just came in to say goodnight. And he literally makes a grossed out face as she's getting into bed with him. Did he? Yeah. He's like, oh, oh I didn't notice that. He just like, but, he just looks like he's going like, fuck, like, just and she's laughing maniacally. So I gave well, you a like, twin bed. Is that not enough? Yeah. Um, but what I thought was funny was that it's like, okay, we get the innuendo. Cause she's like, I have to show that I appreciate that him bringing me back. And I'm like, mm. we get came, it. You don't, she's Andy yeah. King. She's Andy Kinging it. She came fully prepared to suck his yep. dick. Yep. Oh my God. <laughs> Throwback <laughs> reference. Andy, Andy King that yes solid yeah solid. yeah that was yeah. solid so she hold on i just when know they're she, making out in the bed they're it? just making out it's disgusting it's like yeah. it's a fucking they have the camera like right above them uh and then all the girls go and like listen outside the door which is like no i'm good like i would i would be like no i'm i'm totally fine not doing that yeah, Plus, I'm the type I'm of good. that values her sleep, so I would just be like, all right, this is yeah. late enough. I'm going to bed now. <laughs> good night. <laughs> yeah. I think I understand what they're doing. I'm going to be okay if I don't hear it. Yes. More the, <laughs> mostly that. Yeah. So the next morning, 
the the next morning they wake up and New York is already in the bathroom getting her makeup on, smoking a whole bunch of cigarettes, chain smoking, putting makeup on and rolling her hair. It's beautiful. She's an icon. It's, I know. It's like season one all over again. Like, just spending all her time in the bathroom, just like old times. Like, of course she's already fucking up before everyone getting ready and smoking cigarettes nonstop. Exactly. Oh, it's fantastic. So, yeah, just all the ladies except New York head downstairs to read the flavorgram. Oh, yeah. Herb magazine, which for some reason, I don't know why my brain immediately went to, like, herbs. Like, like weed? No, actually. No. That was my second thought. You were but, like, what time? What does time have to do with <laughs> Well, especially because it's like New York slang. That's I was like, because I was kind of laughing. what time it is. I was, there's like a very specific New York slang where you call people a herb, like spelled like, uh, you know, like herb. So uh, I was like, kind of like, oh, that would be weird. That it would be her- like herb magazine, but like. It looks like you're saying okay. Herb magazine. Like, it basically just means, like, a fucking loser. Like, a Herb is, like, a fucking corny yeah. whatever. Because they, so, really, they really lost it. Like, oh, this is a photo shoot for Herb magazine. Like, they just, Oh, yeah. Like, everybody knows it. it. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Herb magazine. Like, it's great. Herb yeah. magazine. What? Uh, yeah. yeah so, it turns it. out it's URB. So, oh, oh, Herb. Okay. Like, Urban? Yes, they oh have, my it must God. be like herb. Okay, it is, okay. It is. Not only that, because uh, when they finally show the guy, oh. when they show the managing editor who's interviewing them, his name card underneath says Herb Magazine, like U R B. So I had to Google it That's too, because okay. I I googled Flavor Flav. Feature. First, I did H E R B, and then I did U R B. So okay, yeah, because I wrote. BRB. So Herb Magazine is doing a photo shoot and the ladies are going to be a part of it. New York is the number one best at looking good and representing for her man. Oh, their faces were Right, classic. where I was like, mm, is that oh, true? Their Priceless. So she's in charge of getting them ready. So do what she says because she's helping decide who goes all home. All of them. Uh, there's a rack of dresses up there for them to sort through and whatever and they they run one up the single stairs. rack with looks like the production has, team like, yeah the production yeah. like charlotte Roos. Uh, that's <laughs> about what it looked like that is about what it looked like, like yes. i guess and it's like they forced them the way it's like they went up there there's like say six girls there's six dresses and it's like they had put their names on them pretty much like well they no because uh, no two of them went. changed dresses so yeah. oh did they? there's more yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. uh so with all your with your six pages of notes you didn't even know the two of them changed dresses no. What a shame. I don't care. So, so, it's so fucking boring. That's I, why. That's a good point. They change, My focus is on New York. Right. Well, New York is like doing her hair in the mirror, which is an iconic gif. So this one is, I think, probably in terms of gifing, probably some of the most recognizable ones oh, yeah. of the entire series. Mm-hmm. I will be making reference to those. Okay. So now a bunch of them are kind of chilling and like getting ready kind of slowly and new york's like oh by the way did you not know we have 30 minutes to do this well because she wasn't i don't know if they gave oh. if she gave them a time because but i think it cuts to buck wild and she's like new york's supposed to be helping us get ready and she's nowhere to fucking be found yeah and then all of a sudden yeah, that's what she comes in yeah, yeah she yeah. she, she strolls crazy. back like, in you guys got 30 and... minutes i'm like what yeah she strolls back in and just to be like oh by the way like because crazy's on her way out of the shower like in a towel and she's yeah. like oh did you not know you have 30 minutes and they're like uh no so they're 
freaking out. Like New York is already ripping Buckwild to shit, and she because Buckwild is like getting ready and in like high socks. Like clearly, I don't think she was planning on wearing those out of there, but she just was like in the middle of getting dressed. Oh, you take advantage of the moment. Yeah, so she's like, "Oh, are you really wearing those downstairs? Like, whatever." She's like, "No, I'm not really. Like, obviously." Yeah, Buckwild was in rare form this week, which is like she was so like New York got so deep in her head almost immediately that like there is no funny Buckwild lines really like of the entire episode. Yeah. I don't think I have one. I have things about her. Yeah. Oh, well, actually, she technically has funny lines at the end, but they're in a different context. Not funny Uh, in the way she's traditionally like. I struggled with this part, and I'm sure, Sonia, you probably did as well. Mike, I'm not sure if you have this type of thing, too. But, like, okay. So, New York kind of springs it on, and then they have 30 minutes to get ready. And then she's so unnecessary. She's like, you bitches, get your asses down here. And, like, they're just like, what? Why? Who cares? But she says, I said a half an hour an hour ago. That wasn't nice, you know? Yeah, unnecessary. So it just was super unnecessary. But do you not do getting ready math? Do you do getting ready math, Sonia? I, I absolutely do. Well, I, I do getting ready math, but I'm also perpetually late. So. Yes. <laughs> it doesn't, so it doesn't I take me long. You guys just like, oh, I don't know. Maybe I'll just change my shirt. Um, okay. <laughs> uh, so, like, I am, I'm pretty bossy. And, like, I used to box in for a rowing team for not – afraid to go upstairs and be like nope sorry let's go we have to we have to go go we have to be down there but like just the 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 getting ready math bothered me because i'm like i get it that you guys are like 21 years old but you just know that you need two hours to get ready i think that some of it and as we see this kind of established with boots like i think some of it kind of became after a while like fuck it we're just gonna troll her and like it's gonna take yeah, as long as it takes. Yeah. And plus, especially if you yeah. tell a bunch of girls who are really looking for their moment to shine that they're gonna be in a magazine, that they're go- getting ready math goes out the window because they know that they're not gonna leave necessarily without them. Yeah, that's true. That's a for good some point. reason. But just way- I was upset. Oh, yeah. yeah, no, I mean, unless that's- they put the pressure the other way though, you could be like, listen, Flav's got us on a fucking timetable right now. We if she was smart, going, she would have done that. Exactly. I thought she was gonna say that. Yeah. So I thought so too. I'm also unclear about why they're all in like junior prom dresses. Thank you. Like what that had to do with the theme of the photo shoot at all? No, because everybody's Luke's here. Okay, Wild looked like she was ready for a sophomore homecoming, but like she got ready for sophomore homecoming right after she had a soccer game. Ah! Because she had her hair like in a ponytail, and I'm like, like in a like a low bun, and I'm like, no. Yeah. Um, Boots, I a junior, uh, not, not junior, sophomore, who was going to her boyfriend's like junior or senior prom. Yes. Like she looked too young to go, but like she was going and she was excited about it. And she was going to have her titties um, out. Titties were going to be out. Uh, nibbles, I didn't even know what this look was. Um, but Way it, more casual than the rest. It was very casual. That's a great put it. Yeah, I was going to say, I've got my little description. So I, one oh, of yes. my jobs, we, I was going to say- During one of, the rewatch. That was part of our rewatch. Uh, so one of, at one of my old job, my old marketing job, I had a fashion client and we used to do stuff where we would do descriptions of the items that would go up on like the e-commerce descriptions for every item. 
So I like did my due diligence about like how describing these. So another famous gif of New York waiting at the bottom of the stairs for them. And Buckwild says she's really sick of New York shit. So she made sure she was the first one downstairs. Boots is finally the only one downstairs and New York is like losing her mind. But Boots is taking oh, yeah. her sweet ass time. Just going to troll the shit out of her. Like New York finally says at one point, like, you know, when you just come downstairs, just slap me in the face. Like it's literally <laughs> yeah. the same so level of disrespect, that was which I was like, don't threaten her with a good time. Like, why would you? Yeah. New York says that her first impression of Boots is that she is a straight up video hoe and hip hop trash. So that's a choice of a words. Video hoe. I know. Just such a 2000s concept. Yep. I also yep. hate that Boots, this is like one of my big pet peeves, although we were, I said I wasn't really going to get into outfits yet, but she's got on a, a thin strap dress with a regular bra on. So you can see the bra out of the sides of the dress and the straps around her straps. Uh-huh. So this is going to be a retouching nightmare. Do you want to go individually oh, yeah. as we walk down the Oh, 100%. Line? Oh, yeah. Okay. Boots finally makes her way down the stairs, and she's like, New York's like, I want you to apologize. And Boots is like, uh, the fuck I am? Like, absolutely not. Yeah. And I love this that, like, also to bring up another career, because I've worked in childcare, there's, like, a very unique moment where you know you technically don't have the authority to punish them any further than they're being punished, mm-hmm. and the kids also know that they kind of yeah on. so like yeah. you kind of run out of things to say when they're just like yeah no i'm not gonna apologize and new york's like you know what you're out and just but just walks away from her and just pretend like i thought that that meant yeah. like oh i'm gonna say you can't be in the photo shoot yeah, but that's not what she meant she just like walks no. away from her yeah i guess i but i guess technically what she meant was like, I thought she was going to run off to rat her out to Flav, but what she was, I guess, just saying is, like, oh, you're at the top of my shit list to go home. That's what I thought that she meant, too. Um, but what what was, love that description of, like, that you're, like, either babysitting or you're watching somebody's kids and you know that you don't have the authority to punish them, but give them the, the illusion of it. Mm-hmm. like that you could that's exactly that's a really great way to put it because new york throwing a tantrum if you just think, think about it or like you're you know whatever like they would because they know that they can't do anything but they just try to like flex yeah on that like in the back of your mind like being a child would be so much easier that's i feel like that's it gets to a certain point where if a kid is smart enough and old enough, they'll start to realize, like, you you can't fucking touch me. Like, I mean, not, like, not obviously not, yeah. like, assault them, but I didn't mean, like, you can't, like, what are you going to do? Like, yeah, you know? Griffin and just if I don't apologize, punch him in the face. What you- I was yeah. going to, there's something about a family guy reference. It's just Shut another- up, Kyle. What? That's the kid's name that he beats up. Oh, okay, sure. You're a big, stupid, doo-doo face. Or something like that. Oh, my God. Shut so up, there we go. Kyle. There we go. Our family guy reference, everybody. I don't know how many like an I hour in. I think we did one at the very beginning, but I held up. I was gonna say I think there's a wrestling one coming up later on. I have oh there's a wrestling one for me coming up. Oh, oh yeah, god. I'm excited. So they're I have a all back movie reference right here. Great. They're all lined up one by one. And New York is I say what New York's about to do. <sighs> what is New York gonna do? It's about to have her Sparsky Palastri moment, and she's just gonna go down the line. Oh yeah. To Phil. 
Yes. Also read. Bring it on. Bring it on reference. Oh, she's right. She's going to read. I know. It did feel like a read. It was. That's exactly. I was like, oh my God. It was a read. I want to make spirit fingers. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So Nibbles is first. She's in this weird. I called it Paisley, but it's, I looked closer at it and it's not, but it's like blue and green and like a funky kind of print, but definitely way more casual looking, like something you would wear to a wedding, uh, to maybe like a backyard or like, wedding or like a baptism. Wedding, something, yeah. Or you like know. when you go to, yeah, like a beach party, or like a pool suit. Yes. And so it's like yeah. a halter, a halter neck. Is, no, no, hold on. That's a halter it, top. I learned the difference between a halter neck and a halter top this weekend. So everybody, oh. you're up. It's there is a difference. Right. So she goes. She yes. turns. She turns to Nibbles and goes. You need a manicure. You need a bra. I realize New York has this formula of saying things in a sentence where she she will start the sentence over and over and just repeat the last word and just sub in a new word where she's like, some of them had this, some of them had this. And she's like, you need a manicure. You need a bra. Like she does this a couple different times where she'll say the sentence kind of over and over in different ways. Oh, yeah, she does. Yeah, I don't know. I, I like I said, I was paying too much attention. We learned so, a little new word here too in the little side interview. Uh, who learned that word? You're so whack. I fucking knew that word. I don't ever whack. use it. I'm gonna. I was. What? I wasn't gonna say right. Uh, so hold on. So in in her talking head, New York tur- New York uh, says she's dirty. She's trashy. She's slutty. Okay, here we go. Because by it. the way, so she's like, I know that's not it. I, obviously, you didn't learn any of those words, but like, see again, how she's doing mean? the doing the thing where she's like repeating the beginning of the sentence over and over. So she's trashy, she's dirty, she's slutty. There's something really gutter butt about nibbles. Yeah, okay. what a beautiful. Word. What does I, that mean? Just disgusting. That, it means disgusting. Well, like what? Well, it's no, no, pretty no, no, self-explanatory. No. You sound like that is a very known term, and it has a specific definition. No, I just meant that I've like heard it before. It's I not a new name, concept. I hear butt, and I think of like, I don't know, someone who is like pooping themselves or something. No, I mean probably. Oh, I mean, it's, according to Urban Dictionary, it's a oh. big, a big nasty, most likely a desperate tramp. Sure. Oh. Either way, she just means like she, nibbles is disgusting. Oh, somebody uh, yeah. t- tweet. There's something really gutter butt about nibbles. There we go. Mayo. So crazy is oh, in this a picture of New York, and someone says, "What's the first quote that comes to mind?" Oh, and someone said that. That's a good. That is a good. New York oh. says, slap me, bitch. Oh, of course, slap oh. me, bitch is my first. Yeah, slap bitch. That's a good one. Oh my god. Crazy is in this blue satiny kind of dress. balloon. it's like that i have because i have a picture from my sorority semi-formal where i am in a very similar material dress that i'm like oh my god this is it's just so distinctly in my mind the 2000s yes it's not the same the dress doesn't look the same but it's the exact same material (laughs) yep it's like that it's like this weird kind of satiny but then every they have everything ruched so it's like a ruched bust with yep. all these jewels underneath like very ruched, 2000s prom ruched dress for reference uh i said ruched someone has done it either earlier this season i know ruching is a thing mike i know i just forget what it looks like so she said her Ruched uh new york her. says her dress is two sizes too big too big and she can see the top of her bra delicious is in yeah. a Short brown, I think it's brownish. It could be a little maroon. I actually did really like this dress. 
for, so for, for relatively I love, speaking. I love Cardigan. Yeah, she did have the shawl going, um, yep. which I think kind of took the look down a little bit. She made It made her look a little old, but I think it's probably to cover up. It was probably to cover up the scars on her arms, right? Yeah. So yeah, York actually I thought, loved this look. I yeah, did too, but I, I mean, that, I thought that ahead. she was the only one who was dressed for her body type and personality. Yes. Yeah. That is a good. Well, I was gonna. I feel like they were all dressed for their personality because they all thought that they looked fancier than they actually were. Yeah. <laughs> Which I felt like is kind of on brand for all of them. Like they think that they're kind of a little bit. Well, what drove me nuts is like crazy she is curvy and she is like she's got a nice body and i'm like why are you wearing this weird boxy dress that makes you look like you're going to your freshman year sadie hawkins dance like what yes why are you that i can't explain they all dress like shit yeah i'm like you don't have much going on up top but like you're curvy and like you have a hot body like why aren't you wearing something to like kind of show that off because boots has huge tits delicious has a giant butt and it's just like why wouldn't you try your angles just wear so yeah wear something like tight i'm wear also something really form-fitting i'm also kind of in the conspiracy theory camp that part of Ooh, the reason okay. they pushed for them to get rid of pushed for him to get rid of like that last week was because they knew they wouldn't have a dress for her oh, oh. I love don't get me started on what happened i i will go the fuck off again yeah, i'm so mad about it i think that i was was in terms of personality he could have easily ended up with her she was very pick me she was very down for all of his bullshit she's down to earth she was just cool yeah so just i love like that Mm -hmm. so bucky is in this magenta halter with this brooch in the middle of her boobs ruched from her waist to her hip and then just kind of hung from the rest of there. And Bucky, she just looks at Bucky and goes, your, your shadow's all wrong. And just keeps yeah. moving. <laughs> like Your shadow was. Yeah, it was. It was. But I just, I kind of, like, Bucky, like, that was the most I ever kind of felt bad for her in that moment. Because she kind of looked very, like, defeated. Like, once yeah. she said that, like, she was real proud of herself. And then she was just like, oh, your shadow's all wrong. And kept it moving. <laughs> then yeah. I was like, oh, God. That's all you well, damn. Did you guys have more Sonia, Mike, Morp? What is Morp? It was like for people that couldn't go to prom, they had like, so like the underclassmen or like if you didn't go to prom or it was just like an end of the year, like kind of fun dance. It was oh. like a like a more casual prom and we had like Morp. It looked like she was going to Morp. Like no. she just looked like, I'm not really like trying to be all like, you know, staircase prom reveal. Like she's just like, yeah, my mom said I could go to Morp. So I'm going with my friends. I've never heard of a morp before I've, in my I've life. never heard of it, but I think I understand what you mean. I mean, I, I think it's a good concept, and we should have had one. Yeah. But I don't know. Yeah, it must be an Arizona thing. I don't know. But it was I like weird. That, like, they had more. Yeah, it was fun. I thought I didn't go to any because I don't like people, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, Buck Wild is next with her, as Sarah mentioned, her post soccer game hairstyle. That is the best way to describe it. And She's in this sparkly teal blue halter kind of top. It's that thing that's very two th- only 2000s girls will remember how it's like a sweetheart neckline yep. and then the sheer fabric over it. Yeah, the chiffon. To be the, yes, the sheer chiffon over it. This is one of multiple iconic lines of the week this week. It is... You look like a fairy princess. 
that resides over the pits of hell. <laughs> what kind of fucking oddly specific I that one reference? Well. Like, I... It's New I, York's creativity. I know. That's what that is. Her it's mind. fucking genius. Yeah. It's, her mind. it's wonderful. It's a little uncalled for, but... Yeah, I mean, it was a lot, She was certainly. A, little, a little mean to the others, and then she's like, you know what? Fuck you, Buckwild. I don't yeah. like you. It's like, Fuck she definitely did have it exactly. in her mind to take Buckwild down. Oh, the whole episode, days. yeah. That's the main person. Even oh, with yeah. as bad as her and Boots get, the real digging is definitely a Buckwild this episode. Yeah. Although she does say some real... I feel like the stuff she says about Nibbles is really mean. Yeah, no, that's true. But what she says to Buckwild's face is really mean. Now, do you think New York came into this with any background information on these girls? No, but I think that no. I think based on the fact that she knows so much about what Nibbles does later on, that I get the impression that she must have introduced herself. But also the way she becomes <laughs> such good friends with like delicious and shit. It's that make it makes me think that she like cozied up to some of the girls and the girls just kind of gave her all the tea that's true well yeah you'd have to like the, the eyes thing i was disappointed about like eyes in the beginning because like she's yeah not yeah, yeah. That. and all he's talking about is like oh yeah like i'm trying to phone out, i'm trying to weed out all the phonies and like blah 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 and it's like and you literally inserted a spy into the operation like, like and then we're just supposed to take your word on what phony is like i don't know what that means well especially considering at this point You're based on the phony. way I know. Based on who ends, who he ends up with at the end of this episode, like everything you said in the beginning about not wanting a girl who was just there to be on TV or being a gold digger or whatever, you went as much the opposite of that as you possibly could have. Yeah. Yeah. You managed to find the girls who were the most interested in being on TV and building a career. Yeah. And as somebody pointed out to us on Twitter, fucking. Bucky is in the wait. It was Bucky was in the Miss yeah. New Booty video. Yeah, <gasps> was she really? Yeah. We haven't we haven't yeah, actually Bob, watched didn't it. Bubba yet. Sparks go to Bubba didn't Sparks. Bubba well, Sparks. they played it. They played it a bunch of fucking times during the course because... of that particular episode. But they've sang it over the course yeah. of the show and stuff. And as the person who pointed it out to me points out, like she, the Yang Yang twins go up and hug her right away because they're on the song with her. They're yeah. on the song with him, so they know her. And that's just like neither here nor there. Oh my god! You know what though? High school singer is very excited about the yin. When I saw the yin yang twins, I listen. Yeah, I like fully fangirled last week (laughs) over Lloyd Banks. Yeah, so (laughs) Lloyd Banks in particular. I yeah. yeah. Everybody when everybody was walking in, I was like, oh shit. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I just it was it was. I know. I was like, it just made me want to go back to that time in music. Like, I it like made me realize, like, wow, my taste in music was like very all over the place because I was listening to all that stuff, but then I was also listening to like My Chemical Romance and like yeah. Coheed and Cambria, and I'm like, yeah. I just had a very diverse group of friends, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> that I had all sorts of things going on. Very cultured. Yes, I had a lot going Listen, on. Listen, if I become a different person when Petey Pablo comes on, oh, I be- <laughs> that's it's, okay. It's just, I become a different person. So wait, I, you know I, what love I mean? Petey I get Pablo. it. Can you wait? Hold on. So what? Can you? What is? If you had to choose between Freakalik and North Carolina, wait, raise up. What is the better? Can't. What is the better song? Because Mike and I have had this. It depends on what mood I'm in. That's true. Okay, fair enough. Wait, North Carolina. It depends Carolina. on what mood I'm in. in. 
if I'm in like a I'm ready to fuck shit up type mood, it's North Carolina. Right. And then if you're ready like, to like twerk shit If I'm out, just like ready to like just, you know, be in a good mood, then it's freak a leak. That's true. Okay. That's a good. All right. Good logic. Good, solid, solid uh, diplomatic answer. <laughs> For something that makes no sense, but I just love both songs. Like, no, I mean, oh, I love both. Oh, I totally love both songs. It's about which one is the better yeah. song. So Buck Wild is pissed about New York reading her to filth and says New York looks like a Hollywood hooker. She's in here trying to tell us how to dress. What is this ugly girl insulting us for? She like New York really got under her fucking skin. I really feel like Buck Wild made good points. I mean, New York is <laughs> where's the lie? New York is one of a kind. So yeah, <laughs> beautiful is in her satin T-length dress because she is just such a Southern girl through and through. In her light seafoam green color, which at first I was like, oh, it's kind of cute. Like, even for by 2000 yeah. standards, oh, it's pretty cute. And then they did the far away shot. And she's got this yeah. weird that looks like um like this shitty fabric bow. Like, very, um, it looked like a craft store kind of, like, ribbon dyed to match on the dress that was just, like, this weird bow yeah. on the side. And I'm like, it ruined the whole dress. And New York looks at her and goes, yeah. are you a bridesmaid? And beautiful, just yeah, says no. Exactly. That is exactly she what it looked, looked like. like. She looked like um, like you know, you know, like a like a pageant. Like she was like being like a bridesmaid in a pageant. She has given me pageant she like vibes, pageant girl. She has given me pageant vibes yeah. this entire time. I would not be shocked She's to find out John that with her. Well, no, but she was probably like a little cute girl who like did pageants when she was little. I mean, she didn't get kidnapped and murdered, but right, she, I mean, allegedly, but I was gonna say she may not, yeah, allegedly, we can't say it. We don't know. I was gonna say she may be being held against her will, though, right? I know (laughs) she was got to go to prison at Flav's mansion, so you know, but yeah, no, she looked like a little pageant girl, yeah, that's so. New York says, in general, she's nowhere near impressed, especially because they're scared, they're intimidated, and they lack true femininity. And while she's saying this, they do show the quick cuts of all their faces, and it's like, wow, she's describing exactly how they look. Yeah, I mean, it also is, like, very much, like, she's trying to do, like, an Eliza Doolittle, My Fair Lady situation. They're overpowered by her. They're like, holy shit, this is, and it's like. I don't, oh man, it's like, there's episodes of Big Brother where it seems like what they do nowadays is they bring someone back from an old episode who was pretty competitive and made it far, and you see all the people in the house kind of like, I guess the fanboy, fangirl over them, mm-hmm. and it's like, oh my god, it's blah blah, I can't believe it, and in this case, like, she came in, and besides Boots, who kind of st- stood up for herself, Everyone else seems like they are not. They're terrified. Into it. Yeah, they're like, oh, I'm telling shit, you, this New is York exactly here, sorority vibes. This is exactly it because it was and like that same thing where it's like there's always like the handful of like women who are always just like, uh, well, I don't want to upset the alumni and blah blah blah. And then there's always one who's just like, girl, fuck you, like, <laughs> like uh, takes it yeah. the right amount of seriously. Yeah. Well, what I didn't understand was that like, why would you want to intimidate them? Like, some people, I mean, you have to read the room. You can't. Some people just don't respond to negative feedback like that. So you have to kind of read mm. the room and see like who, what you're doing, you know? Yeah. Okay, zine shoot. Like, don't wear that. That's not very, that's not very flattering. Come on. Like, you've got a nice body. Like, you try to be helpful. Yeah, you'd think. But that's not what New York is here for. just like a fascist for the, their fashion. A fashion, a fashion fashion. Oh, my God. A fashion. Like, 
fascist. Yeah. Oh I, was, my I, was, God. I didn't think that New York was wrong for like, you know, being upset that Boots made her wait. And then I didn't think that Boots was wrong for asking for an apology. So yes. I was like, well. Like, right. It was it's just, like you're both. Right. Either, yeah. Either they both apologize or they both not apologize and just not bring it up anymore. I mean, well, of, it, it pans yeah. out very interestingly. But anyway, so New York uh, gets to Boots and she's like looking her up and down in her weird blue chiffon dress with all the boob. And New York's like, do you want to be in this? And Boots just goes, sure. Okay. She knows she's going to be, I guess. I know, but it's just, it's a weird answer when you're trying to compete for somebody's love. So New York says, like, gives her this whole speech about, like, oh, I'm in charge of this elimination and there will be no last minute changes. No, I like, and I think what she was trying to say is, like, she was trying to scare them into thinking, like, if Flav says, no, I want her to stay, that she'll be like, no, and veto it. But, like, there's no way that that's logical. No. So New York says she wants Boots to apologize to her for being tardy. Boots refuses, and she deserves an apology. And New York literally, like, Boots starts to explain why she deserves an apology, and New York is just like, nope, and just leaves. And this leads into another iconic line of the week. Which is, I don't apologize because I never make, you know, mistakes. <laughs> I, I loved it so much. And she said it in like all seriousness, Her too. Confidence is the best. I know. Just like, she just is like 100% serious. Like, I don't make mistakes. Like, duh, you fucking idiots. Like, hello. <laughs> yeah. Like, obviously, I don't make mistakes. I didn't make any mistakes. The way I just put together in my mind the way that new york is acting with these girls is like she's acting in like what like it's a very campy like porno where she's like are you gonna apologize to me for being tardy oh yeah that's like, true. it did kind of seem like they were gonna make out at a certain point a couple times there was some sexual yeah. tension between and them. then she's like stirring her drink and yeah that it. was yeah it was you know, weird but those french managers yeah, it's oh. it's a time. It is a time in history. Did you did anybody at your school ever paint their nails with like whiteout? Yes. Yes. I think I've seen people do it in That class was like a weird stuff, thing yeah. that happened out here. Yeah, no, that was I think that's just I don't I mean, I guess cuz I don't think the girls wear French manicures anymore, but I could swear I remember that being a thing. Did it peel off easy? <laughs> I mean, I don't remember. I don't think so. I mean, I, it's been so long since I've had to think about it. I I didn't know how to, I don't know I'm not good at painting my nails so I have no idea I mean maybe I don't know but it just seemed like it was like it doesn't way seem too like white. it would <laughs> yeah it just seemed weird like it just didn't look right but those thick ass fucking white parts on it it was just like ugh, it doesn't look cute and I just I cringed when I saw that I was like oh no yeah no just it's a different time so New York <laughs> makes them all get their shit together you know everybody's fixing makeup and hair it was all a and- test and dresses right well i mean if they have enough time to like fix the way they look i think it was just like a troll move yep yeah new york comes up the stairs with a a glass of brown liquor to start round two with boots who's alone in the room for some reason so right so that's true it does start out very porno-y where new york is like so what are we going to do about that mouth and it's like whoa relax yeah (laughs) yeah Uh, you're big now right that big mouth right so New York is like, she tells Boots that her mind is 100% made up about who she was going to send now home. But now, unfortunately, you're clicking. And you're clicking down. 
that just cracked yeah. me up the way she said that. And she's like stirring her drink, which is why <laughs> I showed to Mike and sent to Sarah. If you don't know drag queen stirring for one minute, it's a it's a series of clips from the Untucked Lounge in RuPaul's Drag Race, where it's basically just slurping and stirring drinks. The from sound the glasses. is very disturbing. Yeah. I know. I as much as I hate an ASMR thing, and, and I I've normally don't give a crap about that stuff. I've explained my misophonia before. I think just because it's funny, I don't mind. Like, I found that, like, if I genuinely am laughing at an ASMR video, I don't find it as offensive. Because there's this little girl. Yeah. There's this 13-year-old girl. Her YouTube name is Life with Mac. And she's literally, like, I think 12, 13 years old. And she has this, I hate calling it a role play, but there's no other real word to call it. That she... (laughs) is like a sassy flight attendant in all ASMR voices. And she had me fucking crying. I'm laughing my ass oh, off. It's, it's, she's the one, the, it was like a stick? meme. It was a meme for a while. Yeah, she's red. She's a redhead. So she's got that meme yeah. where she's snatching the, she's snatching the ticket away. Like, thank you. Good job. That she's, one, she's, yeah, she's oh my God. I love her. And then I use her, um, yeah. speaking of memes and gifs all the time, where she's the one where she's like, girl into the mic like she's i i I love life with max subscribe to her youtube she doesn't need my help but she's very funny for a kid so new york demands another apology and boots actually apologizes but she does have like a smirk on her face which i didn't know whether to take as like a nervous kind of like i mean obviously i don't think that she's i don't think that she's actively genuinely sorry but she goes, I, and she also does that thing where she's like, I will apologize for being tardy. Like, she doesn't actually say the words, I'm sorry. She says she'll apologize for being tardy. Yeah, it, it to me, it, like she was arguing semantics there. Like yeah. th- that kind of seemed like a mood that a move that I would do where I knew that I was being shitty about it. And I'd say like, well, I will apologize for being tardy, but I'm not going to apologize to you for yes. my attitude. Like that right. type of thing. Like, but I just thought it was just for that. I just thought it was interesting that she gave in period like that. She just, because I, but obviously it's very clear that it's like, because nobody else was around. And that's what kind of made me think of the prison dominance thing too, where it was kind of like once she didn't have to prove in front of everybody that she was capable of being soft, that she backed up, like, you know, that she backed off and was just kind of like, fine, whatever. If you want me to apologize, I'll fucking apologize. She couldn't let in front of the other girls. Yeah. Like see that she'll back down. Yeah. Because yeah. it kind of felt like, you know, New York knew that she had to go and have a conversation. Mm. Now, you know, it, it just kind of felt like New York knew that she had to do that. And that's kind of why Boots was smirking. Because like, come talk to me if you want to talk to me type thing, you know? Yeah. So the second round of approvals comes up. Buckwild is in a new dress now. This is where I learned the difference between a halter top and this a halter neck. Yes, this is why. So this is why. So what was fucking me up is Buckwild had this thing where it the straps came out from the center of the dress, but it was clear that it connected it to the back of the dress. So it was not a halter top in the traditional sense where it's a halter top ties at the neck. A halter neck dress just means something that is based around the middle like that. Oh. Because I like put up a picture on Instagram and on Twitter. Not Instagram. On Facebook and on Twitter that was like, 
what the hell is this called? Like, what do I call this yeah. kind of dress? And the closest I, I got yeah. before that was Grecian, which is like Grecian I covers remember, kind of a lot of, yeah, ground. Yeah, I remember you posting that. And I remember I, I told myself I needed to go revisit that thread. And I, <laughs> I guess I must have based on it because I was like, I don't know what that would be called either. I don't yeah. know neckline. I thought I knew necklines until I was like, and I couldn't find anything to like <laughs> reference what this would be because this like isn't really a style of dress anymore. Yeah. And I'm not the person. Yeah, exactly. Right. And Mike is completely useless. <laughs> it's also like this weird. Well, when it peach- comes to dresses, I'm useless. Okay, fine. That's so <laughs> it's a, it's a peach dress with a little, New York. it's a peach dress with a little brooch kind of thing in the middle. And, or like, it's really more like a bedazzle patch. That was like a thing that was in, in the 2000s. Yeah. It's, New York it's like likes a brooch. It. Yeah. It's like a brooch patch. Brodazzle. Yeah. Bratch. A bratch. It's, yeah. It's it comes off though. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. New York <laughs> likes it better, but she needs her to get rid of that ridiculous trailer park part. I just, I, yeah. the accent really cracked me. Like the, the, the central New York jumped out. <laughs> Yeah. In that moment. Well, if you're going to a photo shoot, you don't have your hair down like that. Like you can have your hair like the way that she that they do her bangs. That look great. But like yeah. you don't just have your hair down and make it look like if you're doing a photo shoot, like you, no, it was bad. You it was a have bad said that look. She had a trailer park part. I but mean, you just, it, just it like, did. hey, can you do your hair? And it's and the thing is, the center part in and of itself is not trailer park. It's only trailer park when you have like limp sad hair like that like yeah. when you have like the whole the whole her whole hair was trailer park looking no offense no shade to people in trailer parks but you know what i mean like that tra- like the trashy yeah. kind of center but like it only no looked trashy because it was a sad like she has sad limp hair she has sad hair well and and the other thing too and i mean i'm sorry like tv shows and movies where people who live in trailer parks have that type of hair so if, don't be mad at us is what i'm trying to say yeah no that, it's definitely that. like she be definitely looks like a jerry springer yeah. chick yeah sure. be mad at you know regular you know, producers for being like can you make your hair look like that i mean i don't know you want it to look like intervening. and i'm surprised yeah, also that like none of the black girls intervened and we're just like girl can we fix this like well finally i mean uh what's her name uh bucky does help her fix yes. her hair a little bit gives her like a little one of those little center poof kind of things a little bit like the rest yeah. of them have going on the snooky poof yes the snooky poof is there a term i love the snooky poof i don't know it's just a poof it's just everybody like called a, it like a sno- everybody called poof. it the poof and then snooky kind of became i mean especially growing up in jersey like everybody did their hair like that and like going to school with people from yeah, Island, bigger... everybody did their hair like that so she just became yeah. synonymous with it. yes she just became yeah like the, the poster it... child for that hairstyle yeah mm, okay Yes. Yeah, exactly. Like, like, you and I went to the and same high school. I know, but I don't know about proofs. <laughs> That's you were like this, you were like the primate, like you're a year older than me. Only we went to school with all the same people. <sighs> I was surprised that nobody did the zigzag part. <laughs> That's what I was waiting. Actually, I remember no. those infomercials. I'll I was say that. Say, I remember uh, the zigzag Buck Wild, Buck Wild had the zigzag part her first day. Yes. Because I remember I I, so. it came up oh, in our yes. episode with Alvin that I was cracking up at her zigzag part, probably because she used that uh, infomercial tool. Oh, God. The one thing I do know. I, I was never it. able to. I, I was never able See, to I know do infomercial, it. I had too much so hair. There you go. Well, did they make a poof? In, didn't they have one for that, too? Oh, no. They that was the bump, the, it. Bun. the bump it. The bump it. it. That's the what it was. The bump it. Bump it. Yes. Oh, my God. Bump it. 
skip it. No, that's no, cool. that's, that's, a, that's a completely that's different. Bop, bop it. Also, you're doing bop it and I'm mixing skip up, it. I know. I was talking about skip it yesterday for whatever reason. <laughs> it came up with my friends. Yeah, why? I was gonna say what it. Someone uh, who that someone one of my friends were playing uh, Call of Duty and they started singing it and like somehow my shout out my buddy Andy. He started singing like the entire song, and then my other friend was like, "I'm gonna look up the commercial and see if he did this right." And he plays the commercial, and he got the entire thing word for the word. Skip it commercial. The skip it commercial. It, it was it, almost it, embarrassing. I don't even know if I could sing the skip it commercial. I just only remember skip it, skip it. Oh my god! My only skip it memory is that I was doing it in the house when I was explicitly told not to. Oh, you've told me, yeah. And I we had a big wooden entertainment system like center in my living room and i was doing skip it in the living room explicitly when i wasn't supposed to it sounded really gross explicitly when i wasn't supposed to <laughs> well, this is an explicit, when I, was explicit I know when i was explicitly told that to <laughs> yikes um i was a child <laughs> i was explicitly told not to do it in the living room and so aim it and skip 69 times ew that's oh, gross that was funny. anyway so i was i was using my skip it in the living Funniest room and ever. proceeded to smack it up against the entertainment console and it broke and then i just hit it no i pretended like it broke you're supposed to skip it not hit it or hide it i Damn know it. Yeah. Well, i wasn't supposed it, to it was bop close. it well there you go bop, yeah. i wasn't supposed to bop it it's all the cycle pull it, it getting <sighs> In the ankle. Oh my no god. Oh. oh, that was the worst. I wonder how many worst. kids had to go to the hospital or the doctor because of that damn thing. Skip it based oh. injuries. Oh Do god, you... so many. Like, well, you can buy it now for the low price of $14.99 plus shipping and handling. But don't forget, you have to pay your own medical bills. Right. <laughs> Read well, the fine print. Yeah. We are not responsible. Well, so I obviously, well, Sarah, you and I are the same age. Mike is a year older than us. Yes. And Mike's sister is a year older than yep. Mike. Now, okay. do you remember, Mike, and I'm sure, Sarah, you remember the Cabbage Patch Kids doll that was eating girls' hair? Oh, yeah. <laughs> we had one. It was the, uh, oh, she had the little backpack with, like, French fries and, like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wait, my sister had one. Oh, I love that. that was, oh, yeah, it was funny as fuck. Yeah, I was eating hair. Yeah. Well, girls no, would I get was, too close. I totally remember. Yes. Again, we are yeah. alienating our Gen Z audience. They give you a warning. Like, they would literally say, like, don't get too close. Well, wait till if we ever have to bring up fucking Furbies. Oh, don't even get me started. Speaking about, about things, speaking of, of things that I hid because they because you they, broke your Furby. No, I didn't break my Furby. It was just it was, trying to live. It was going off in the middle of the night, and I got so scared yep. that I went down to the laundry room and I hid it under a pile of clothes. It I hid it in imagine. the drawer. I couldn't do it. I still believe that those things had like cameras in them or something. Oh, that was the original. Yeah, the they had the to. original government conspiracy. <laughs> oh, a hundred percent. Oh, for sure. This was yeah. 2000s Toy Corner. That's what, yeah. <laughs> well, 90s, 90s Toy the Corner. The next generation of MK Ultra. Oh yeah. MK yeah. Furbies. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Anyway, so the ladies are all done getting ready. They're lined up downstairs in New York. Is like you know they all look better. Yes. Flav finally comes down the stairs and says, they, well, see, I mean, okay. See, even as I wrote, I wrote, they're looking a lot better. And then like, I wish I could like zoom in on my backspaces because it was like tap, 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 tap. They're looking a little better now. <laughs> that's, they're looking, um, 
a I little. guess improved. Some, it's because the ones that were looking really bad kind of cleaned up a little better. So I was like, all right, I'll yeah let them outweigh it. Yeah, whatever. It was fine. I just, I just, <laughs> I had, I had, oh, if they actually looked much better, like New York said, like she's like, they look much better. And I'm like, okay, I don't sure. know. Sure. I'm going to do it for you, Flav, of course. Yeah. Speaking of that, because I was thinking that, like, so Flay finally comes down the stairs and he says they all look flavtastic, <laughs> which I kind of felt was like a little culty. I don't know why I got cult yeah. vibes from that. Yeah. It's like, oh, you're referring to them as this very specific terminology still related to you somehow. So the only other one besides Buckwild who changed is Crazy, who is now in a Robin's Egg blue halter with all this ruching and ruffling that is so 2000s, it made me fucking nauseous. Robin's Egg blue? Robin's Egg blue. Didn't you have a box of crayons? Nah. I was poor. You were not! (laughs) I had colored pencils. I wasn't a crayon guy. What? You didn't have a 96 pack of crayons? The one with the sharper in the back? No. I was always jealous of kids that did. Oh, my God. Well, sorry. I made you feel so poor. Any Easter candy? Did you not eat any Easter candy? Everything was Robin's Egg Blue. That's true. Oh, I didn't know that was the color. Well, I mean, look look it up. The only one I remember is Purple Mountain's Majesty. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Sure. True. Yeah. Okay. That's fine. That's fine. We'll allow it. It had the funny name, so everyone knew it. Like it's like a yeah. line from the song Robin's. or whatever. Oh yeah, America the Beautiful. We're Mike. Did you? Yeah. Well, I mean, I know. Yeah, but oh, okay. Robin Egg Blue, also called Eggshell Blue, is a shade yeah. of a shade of cyan, uh, approximating okay. the shade of the eggs laid by the American robin. Yeah. It was first in color name in English. A bunch. Wow. Yeah, I know. That's what it I love. Was We're teaching in 1873 people. Okay. Color. Oh, I mean, I think it was probably okay. invented when robins started laying eggs, but the go off, I know. guess. Ah! I, wonder if, I wonder if that was the original rockin' robin. Okay, we have I mean, to continue. That does not make any fucking... You're, now you're just saying things. Wait, is, the color, is the color of Twitter robin egg blue? No. Rockin' robin, tweet, tweet, no, tweet. please stop. Yeah, oh this, like, this is some Illuminati shit. No, it's not. Twitter yeah. has its own blue. It's probably trademarked at this point. Actually, that's a good yeah. that's a good point. But Facebook has their own blue. Yeah, I agree with you there that he does sound like it's like a cult. He does sound like one of the commanders in Handmaid's Tale, who's like, you know, finally one of the handmaids is doing what they're supposed to and what they're subservient. They would, you know, maybe Commander Waterford would call her flavtastic or right, whatever. <laughs> um, I just I thought it was really insulting that. They got harangued for how they were dressed, and then they were just told that they looked flavtastic and everything looks fine. It's like, it's I like just is that a that. compliment? Thank you. Yeah. Uh, sure. Yeah, thanks. Thanks a bunch. And let's talk about Flav's outfit for a second. He is in a yeah. white suit it with a nice. purple shirt yeah. and a lilac hat, but it looks like a white suit. But actually, there's like paint splatter on like half of it. Yep. And then there's this I'd go paint back design. Yeah, there's a paint design and then a splatter, like some kind of paint design on the back, and there's splatter on it. And so basically, he's like, Wow, New York, you did such a great job. How did you do it? And New York is like reading them all the films. She's like, I don't know, because some of them came down, you know, with purple eyeshadow. Some of them came down with feet that looked like sausages. 
<laughs> yeah. I don't remember that criticism at all. Like, I was like, what are you doing? When did you bring, I, I wanted to know whose feet looked like sausages. I can, I know exactly what she's talking about because I was probably oh. somebody whose shoes, and they probably just didn't make it to air. Somebody whose shoes probably just didn't fit them right. Oh, uh, that's possible. Or probably. just like they looked like yeah. just bad in the shoe. Because I think a couple of them had clear shoes on, clear heels. Ugh. So, uh -huh. yeah. Just think of like Forrest Gump. So they but, are in oh, shoes. No, go ahead. <laughs> um, no, but like, I, and he's also he's also wearing that. It's time to get Buck Wild. I oh my god, I forgot. I had that in my notes, but yeah, he's got Buck Wild Clock on. Good for him. I know that was so nice. I'm surprised that wasn't called out that by Buck Wild. Nice. Yeah, that was super nice. But what I also thought was funny was that if I was one of those girls and I saw Flav coming down looking like that, I'd be mad and I'd go back upstairs. I'd be like, nope, I did not just fucking endure that. No, no. Nope. For you to be covered in upstairs. pain. And then as well, yeah, also, no, I'd be pissed no. too about the Buck Wild clock. I'd be like, really? Out of all the clocks? Do you think he's wearing it though? Because yeah. it's it seems that the article that's going to happen is based on the show. So he's wearing it being that it's show related. Oh. Maybe I was kind of thinking that. Um, yeah, I guess. But I mean, yeah. it just would be like, I mean, I guess because yeah. Uh, but well, actually, two of them gave him clocks though. Who was the other with the Bucky? It was Bucky. Yes, that's Bucky who I gave him oh, a clock yeah. too with the picture of her ass. So See, that would have been a good little storyline thing. They could have been like, "Well, where the fuck's the clock? I got you." That's true. That would have. I mean, they've got not her again, but a side they've got interview. plenty to do this week. True. So yep. they're in the limo on their way to the studio, the, the warehouse, or wherever they're taking pictures. Talk about awkward. And Flav, oh, interestingly, and is seated between New York and Delicious mm. on his side of the limo. Interesting and foreshadowing. Here is my wrestling uh, oh. thing here. Yes. Uh, reference. New York is actually in the veterans seat. So the veteran seat is apparently like a respect thing. And so the older wrestler would get the veteran seat and, you know, because they have the most respected of everybody. I know you guys watch the WWE Network. Yes. Well, I, I watched WWE. So in your mind, I was going to say, she, she, she might glance if I force her to watch something. Yeah. Have you, have you ever seen the Legends House? Oh, I, yes. With the, yes. I, I've seen, yeah. she's, I don't think she's ever I've even never... heard. Think of, uh, it's a reality oh. show. Surreal life, it's, but okay. with wrestlers, yeah. yeah. Old yes. school guys. Oh, that's the one where the one dude came out, right? Who, Pat Patterson? Yeah. No, well, everyone, the show where well, Pat Patterson out? was no. known as BK for a very long time. Okay. Yeah. Um, I mean, but anyway, so she's in the veteran seat, and yeah. I thought that that was hilarious because she's in that, and everybody in that limo looks like they're on the way to shoot like a limited to commercial or something they all do look <laughs> especially just... young it looks like they're all going to like somebody's sweet 16 or something or like somebody yep. bar mitzvah, yeah, it bar mitzvah. It, it's like my it's like my dad rented us a limo for my 16th birthday it sounded cool but i don't actually know what to do in the limo right exactly <laughs> well i mean at least they can drink i think they all have drinks yeah. in the limo so yeah. not not the 16 year olds that are in this hypothetical situation but no i mean the the ladies the actual ladies <laughs> That's why they the don't show. know what to do it is uncomfortably yeah, it yeah. is uncomfortably quiet in the limo and flav kind of calls it out flav's talking so i noticed this because i mean in this in the spirit of this show being so culturally sensitive that flav is talking Ugh. about he's that he's getting vibes in the limo and he's got his like he's closing his eyes and putting his like uh pointer finger to his thumbs and you know, like you would look like you're meditating and they're playing this weird, this like 
not that Middle Eastern music is weird, but they're playing like kind of like like wonky funhouse style Middle Eastern music to make it like, oh, he's meditating. Woo. Yeah. Yeah. It was definitely the music was not weird. It was just during that moment Mm. where you're like, what? It's clear that they were trying to make a reference to him meditating as some bizarre out there kind of practice. Yes. Yeah. So he finally talks to beautiful for the first time the whole season. He asks Nibbles how she's doing. He asks basically a bunch of ladies, like, how are you doing? Whatever. And Nibbles says, she's fine. And he says, you're a beautiful person up in there and starts banging on his chest, which I'm like, are you saying in her heart or in her tits? Yeah. Both. Both. <laughs> right. To be clarified. Uh, so Nibbles says, as long as you like me, Flav, which is kind of a reference to New York clearly not being a fan of her. Yes. And he said yeah. he does and reminds her that she wouldn't have gotten the clock last night. Um, even though you are who you are. You heard New York's little laugh in the back too, right? I well yeah. all I could see is I could all I could see during this scene is her shooting daggers at Nibbles with her eyes. Yeah, because Nibbles says that and you yeah. hear you hear it's like I don't know if she's not mic'd or whatever, but you hear her like ah in the background when he I, says, yeah. yeah. Oh when God. she says that, yeah, it was he, like, he, she does this little weird cackle. Yeah, yeah. she does not like her. I think because no. she's like so offended by the idea that she's like a modern kind of woman who's very first of all, I think she's very threatened by the fact that she's very self-aware and self-assured, like that she's confident. She's threatened by the fact that she's confident in she the fact herself. that she's not right, and she's not concerned about putting on a ton of makeup or doing like always having her hair done perfectly. Like she's comfortable in that. And when you are literally that insecure about your looks, like those kinds of people are threatening to you. Yeah. While this conversation is going on, as I mentioned, New York is shooting daggers at Nibbles with her eyes. Like, literally so fucked up. What, Mike? Part of that, too, is because, like, at this point, it seems like she kind of, I don't want to say knows what she does, but when it comes to the whole pull in a room and the Um, camera thing. I think definitely that informed a little bit of her opinion. Like, I think that if she, she probably, it probably did make her like Nibbles less. Or at least something easier to pick on her about where she could be like, True. I know something's off about you, but the fact that you do sex work is what really puts it over the edge. And modern times, I don't think that anyone would really have much of an issue with it. Um, I think that no. some people would probably just, it's it would be easy to call her a slut. I mean, granted, it yes. is a more sex positive kind of time, but I think yeah. that it, it's an easy thing to pick on by True. like saying like she yeah. her for doing sex work. And especially, you know, during that time, because I mean, dudes are fucking, they're literally the photographer for some of these Instagram models and they're selling their pictures on Patreon. So, you know, you, yeah, it's a little it, bit more of accepting of a time now. Yeah. Um, but this is where I kind of more like, not necessarily like Agamemnon, but more like the Trojan horse. Cause she's here. Oh, we're like, back to it. Gift. She's here as a gift. Yeah. You know, she's here as a gift to help these girls out. To get Flav. Huh. Which that is a good point. Sex gift, but she's not a gift because yeah. she comes back. <laughs> yeah, that's the, that is, that is such a good point. I like that. Not I know. It's Iliad. <laughs> <laughs> so that could be the title of the episode. So as Flav is still talking to Nibbles, 
he says out loud in front of everyone, which is a conversation they should have had one-on-one prior to today, that he doesn't know Agreed. if he wants to keep her, which I know probably means keep her in the house, but also I am thinking like yep. possession type It sounds thing, sketchier like the way kept. you just said it. I didn't really think about it too much, and that the way you he just said, said if it, I was, like, was to keep you, which technically, I mean, I like I said, technically could mean keep in the house, could mean you know maybe he just watched bullshit. Casper. <sighs> <laughs> oh, you uh, love that movie. I you do love that movie. Don't get Devin me Sauer. started, Sauer, Sauer, but Sauer. I just oh god. Shout out to Devin, Devin Sawa. I mean, who didn't? But yeah, he's great on Twitter. So I mean, I have an intellectual crush on him now. Uh, so Flav says if he was to keep Nibbles, how would he bring her around his family? Suddenly now, the fact that she has a pole in her living room and does sex work yep. magically, which he has clarified from the beginning, yep. has never been a secret. He's been so turned on by it every time he fucking talks about it. And now, yep. magically, oh, oh, Problem. right, I... That's why, so this is this was my re- wrestling reference that I expected you to make the whole I got kids thing. I got kids, I need this job. Yeah. Exactly. So. Well, this is the first time he's ever thought about his kids, it seems. Like, he never talks uh, about them, nothing comes out. I mean. And I didn't mean, I mean, no, I mean it's kind of a shot at him. It's I mean, almost like you hear about, you know, we know the history of the whole domestic violence things and things that came well, up. Well, and, and then remember the episode. About influence on his kids. It's like, bro, look at your life. Well, he's got a. Yeah. I mean, right. I mean, considering he's been in and out of jail a bunch of fucking times, drug habits, whatever, like, what kind of role model are you being, honestly? Yeah. Like, and then on top, plus, like, you're probably fucking around a bunch, too. You carried on with Brigitte Nielsen on television. That shit is humiliating. Mm -hmm. If that was my parent, I would be mortified. And the kids came in, I believe. During Strange Love, yes, there was the an episode scene, of right? Strange Love. So, um, shout out to again Riley and her uh, show Snap Back to Reality, where they talk about the episode of Strange Love where Flav goes back to New York so Brigitte can meet his mother and his older daughters, who I think are in their twenties at that point. Yeah, like see him at church and like make a point to be really nice to Brigitte, but basically like he goes to hug them and they're just like, Nope. Like yeah. he's back on child support and shit. So exactly. like, I don't know. He's not really in any position to be talking about like, Oh, what kind of influence are you going to be? on? I mean, or, or here's a theory mm-hmm. that he's now got this new child that he's about to have. Yeah. And that's what I was just going to say. Baby. Yeah. That's what I was just going to say is that he's probably like, you know, influenced by whatever baby. But so I know this is going to be unpopular because also now all of a sudden he gives a shit about his kids. But Brett Michaels straight has stripper poles all over the Rock of Love house. I mean, and like one girl flashing her tits straight out and he's like taking pictures of him. He's like, yeah. And like, he's like, show me some of your moves. Oh, my God. That's pole. right. That's when he first meets them. Like, instead of giving them nicknames. Right. He's like, oh, I'm a photographer. Let me take pictures of you. Right. That's the thing. Or was that a separate he episode? Them, he wants to like either give them a picture for their like pass that they give them like you know yeah they get like a a backstage pass but it's like brett michaels never once is like yeah cool like i've got two teenage daughters that really need a strong female you know presence in their life he's just like cool can you like you know rub your vagina against the pole that's awesome 
That's so funny. Well, I mean, now, I mean, well, granted, because they were not teenagers then, they were little then. Yeah, but they are now teenagers. And one of them is he's been posting all of her pictures in support of her being in, I think it was Sports Illustrated, right? His daughters in Sports Illustrated? One of them. That it was like, but it was like a weird, like, voting thing where he was just, it was like, it felt very, I think, just, and not that supporting your kid in a bikini is inherently problematic but i think just coming from Bet- brett michaels and she's like so pretty and blonde and like looks like the type of girl who would be on his show that it takes on an extra level of fucking I grossness not, go to his instagram i was it rain i would not yes want, i would not want my dad to post pictures of me to like his followers who are like his friends or like you know, my uncle or something. Well, I mean, like if, right. they go to my page, if they go to my page, that's on them. But like my dad posting it, I'd be like, dad, what are you doing? No. And then on top of that, your dad's bajillion that. followers who are probably all horny old yeah. men anyway, you know, like, yeah, no thanks. Yeah. So Nibbles points out that, yeah, I that's guess a I was already following her too. I don't even know. <laughs> Mike was apparently following Brett Michael's daughter and oh was not aware God. of that. Mike. <laughs> that's, I follow sports. That's okay. I follow her too. Like, that's no, he's, he's got a line. I feel like even you consider her like Ariana Grande too young for you basically. Right. Like well, she looks it. Well, I think, yeah, that's his well, creepy Grande's thing. what? Like 27. No, she's yeah. I think she's, she's like I think she's my brother's age. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's the th- like age wise. It's like, Oh, but when you look at her, it's like, Holy shit. She could play like a fucking 18 year old. She is in movie. the, in the adaptation of the musical, the prom. Exactly. Like she so, looks yes. so young and I'm like, I feel uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. And then, well, I was going to say your, your obsession, your, your purely uh, talent obsession, Meg the Stallion. She's a whole 24. Is that oh, too young? Oh God. I love, she, I know she's 24, but that you gotta make the exception. Okay. <laughs> Meg the Stallion's great. Okay, but anyway, I was gonna say I was hoping anyway. you weren't gonna embarrass yourself like that. Why? But anyway, so it's only seven years. Nibbles says actually to Maybe she's fl- turning twenty five this year too. So okay, like relax. So okay, yeah. N- Nibbles says to Flav that Wait, people seem. I gotta to- pause. Oh, you love God. how old's the guy from? Uh- okay, fine. Noah Satenio is. Yes, 24. I knew you knew who I was gonna talk and- about. <laughs> No, Zetenio is 24. You are obsessed with this kid. I, have you seen him? Have you seen him? He is beautiful. He is objectively <laughs> fucking hot. See, He's she can't so call hot. me out when she's got the same thing going on. It's different. It's called equality. <laughs> it's called a what? It's called equality. Equality? Oh. <laughs> women could like yeah, slightly up her That's what it's called. It's, it's only yeah. fair. And I'm happy I remember after. that too. I'm like, wait a minute, that that's a good like fine. You fucking got me. That technically they're the same age. Valid. Actually, Noah might be a year younger than Meg, but exactly. that's like not us. the point. So we're okay. We're fine. But uh, so anyway, back to the thing that we are supposed to be doing. <laughs> yes. Nibbles says to Flav, "People seem to think that because I'm sexual, I'm sleeping with everybody, and that's not the case." And Flav straight up says to her, "But a lot of people won't see it like that." So it's like, oh, so you're pulling the like that thing where you're like, oh, you're embarrassed about what your friends know about her. Yeah. Yeah. Which, okay. So the only thing that I will give Flav in his defense that maybe was like the shift in mindset is that Mm -hmm. the way she behaved at the barbecue was very overtly sexual. So my thinking is maybe the barbecue had him rethinking oh maybe she's but i think that she is smart enough and she is 
polite enough to know that like she's not gonna do that shit in front of his mother exactly. she's gonna do that shit in the privacy of she's still the home and their friends. in front of his friends yeah but that's his friends though uh, i don't i mean granted, I know, i'm not whipping out titties in front of I, your friends yeah but like you. i'm not whipping out titties in front of your friends but i behave differently when we're at you know when we're chilling as friends versus when i'm at your parent or your mom's house or whatever true. yeah i just think that it's a thing of like that because i mean she was like i if memory serves me she was like giving him like the, her his friends like a lap dance and shit yeah, right? yeah 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 i mean i could see that kind of crossing a line for him like but then also at the same time it's like well you're going home to your baby mama so like who cares you're right you're not in any position to judge anybody's morality yeah, which it, i i think that um I was going to say that the only reason why I'm not going to really give him this about the behavior at the barbecue is because if he would have said after the barbecue, I like he had plenty of opportunities to bring it up yeah. that that's what informed his decision, but he doesn't. Yeah. He just says all of a sudden, oh, the, pe- yeah. the fact you have a pole in your living room, you have a pole in your living room, you strip on camera, blah, blah, blah. That's what makes me think that it's all of a sudden and, this fake bullshit morality thing. And yeah. also obviously she wouldn't be doing that in front of your kids like and also she's not going to do that probably on video she's with you i mean there are plenty of people who you know do sex work despite having being in monogamous relationships and partners and stuff like that so like i mean maybe he would be cool with anyway she's got a great line about it at the end we'll get we'll get there when we get there so now we're at the photo shoot we are introduced to Joshua Glazer, the managing editor at Herb Magazine. Did some Googling on him. He's not especially that interesting beyond being the head of content for some L.A. digital agency, except he did recently tweet, paper straws make me want to go MAGA. Oh, God. oh, sir. So that's a choice. I'll agree that paper straws. Yeah, that's a. I mean, paper straws can fuck off, but like they're <laughs> yeah. ableist bullshit, and also they just suck to use. But they go MAGA, really? In this time, fuck you. Yeah, so, just no, just fuck, <laughs> fuck, fuck that sentiment. Yes. No. So all the ladies let's are. Not, um, arra- not, oh no, go ahead. I was gonna say let's just not politicize straws. You know, like it's just it's a straw. Get over it. Right. Yes. Exactly. Yes. So all the ladies are attempting to pose for the camera and holy shit. I think especially like I think it would look it's cringy regardless because it's obvious that they're not trained models by any stretch of the imagination. But it's especially cringy given we binged four episodes of Pose immediately before I watched this. (laughs) Extra critical. It's literally so based on obviously posing but also faces and like angles and all of that important shit you need and i'm like wow what a fucking juxtaposition of literally the people who are the best at it and the people who are literally the worst oh wow because they were something special they were really bad so new york comes in to give uh i guess we'll call it artistic direction and she is fucking ruthless this leads into uh two different iconic lines of the week almost back to back but the first of which is Buck wild, this is not a soup kitchen. Let's straighten that neck up. I fucking love, I laugh every fucking time. So this is, let's straighten up that neck. Act like we're taking a photo shoot. Like, just, it's, it's just such a fucking mean thing to say, but just really funny. That's really what it is. Come in yeah. and just say something mean to everyone. Yeah. Well, not everybody. Yeah, just- well, except... I was going to say, because then Bucky, she says, a little tight in the face. 
side note, Bucky's been pretty quiet this week. I was a little surprised after yeah, being Bucky kind of a loud mouth this whole time. Yeah. She's the one they don't yeah, focus she was on that. Really quiet. You get to eliminations. You're like, all right, I understand. Okay, yeah. So then uh, second iconic line of the week during the course of this photo shoot, one we have repeated throughout this entire show, our entire show. Of up all time. One of the greatest. Well, it's it's transphobic, but it's... I guess it could be transphobic. I don't know. I'm not really the one to judge on this. But it just... We've said it a million times throughout this the course of this podcast, and it is... Give it up, delicious. You look like a man. <laughs> I just love it that she says so it. so good, though. Give it up, delicious. You look like a man. I don't know if that was her actual reaction to it, but her reaction was like not mad. She was just kind of like, "Oh, okay. Like, I guess I look like a man." Like, I'd be like, giving New York a disgusted face. Like, shut the fuck up. Leave me alone. Like, you're not yeah. helping. <laughs> yeah, I literally would have yelled that out. The fact that they're being so nice to her is so bizarre to me. Yeah, because especially because and so many of these women are so well versed on season one and how Brigitte's opinions ultimately meant nothing in how Flav picked from season one. Yeah. So all the more reason that you would think that they'd be like, "Girl, fuck you." Brigitte, like, shit yeah, it worked in Hoops's favor to be really mean to Brigitte. Yeah. So like, and being mean to New York wouldn't exactly scare me. No. But also, what I noticed, too, is that I felt like the give it up delicious, you, you look like a man, because everybody called New York a man in season one. Oh. I felt like that was, like, projecting, because everybody thought that she looked like a man, and, like, that she was, like, I just thought it was a weird projecting thing. Maybe, because I feel like it's, it's very clear you can tell when New York is kind of intimidated by somebody. Yeah. And delicious is definitely that she's one. the one, yeah, for sure. Well, I think that she says, I think that she tells Flav later that she likes delicious. Right? That's what like, I, I didn't understand. Like yeah, well, we'll we'll get to that. Plus, I mean, she didn't critique her in the beginning, which was kind of interesting. So, yeah, true. She tells Buckwild again to smile because sexy's not working for you. Why don't you try to smile because sexy's not working for you? Again, this is like Buckwild. I don't know. She's saying she's something. She's attacking her this episode. She's like, she's really gotten in Buckwild's head. Which I, the only thing I could think about this is like Buckwild just seems like a pretty easygoing person yeah. in general. And like somebody who's like pretty fun to be around that just the idea of being around somebody so deeply toxic is so foreign yeah. to you that you don't know how to handle it and you shut down. Yeah, that's what I kind of felt like, too. I kind of felt like maybe Buck Wild had been picked on a lot. And then she's just like, it's easier. Like, she's like, I thought that, you know, I was done with that part of my life. Yes. I'm an adult now. Yeah. That's such a good and point about it, too. Her. Yeah. Because I was thinking I more about. Yeah, no, that makes a ton of sense. That it, it kind of reminded me of. Wild. What? I, we also learned something about Buck Wild. Oh, well, we'll get to that. We'll get she, to that. We'll get to that. holding back. But I was thinking, too, that it kind of reminded me of, so, a little bit of backstory about Mike and I, Mike and me, that uh, the way we met was through a girl that I was friends with and a guy that he was friends with were dating. And little did I realize that Mike, who spent a lot of time with this couple, hated this girl. Fucking hated her. Like, I, I still to this day, I don't think I've seen you talk as negatively about anybody as you've talked about her because she was this kind of person just but not funny 
just like really deeply like negative and problematic and just like would have to bring down every room that she's in and like i would consider mike a really nice easygoing person so it kind of felt very similar to me how like you are so not used to being around somebody who's that level of just fucking darkness yeah you know like that that level of like fucking gross personality that like you know that's how you're gonna react so like new york calls buckwild out um and asking like where she's from because you know she has like the way that she speaks new york's not the first person to ask her about it right doesn't like that ask her about it too uh yeah like that it's like basically like that whole storyline it was part of a focus of that episode of last it ca- uh, last, it the week, last yeah. episode yeah. yeah like she brought it up multiple times so i guess that could have been it too new york was like oh good i'm finally fucking done yeah and now it's like oh great somebody else accent does make you stop and go wait what's that about like you do stop and yeah. ask because you're like oh okay but uh, Buck Wild would have or should have like a better kind of more humble like reaction to it. Yeah. Could it like, be everything? She, her- everything she's been she's been just grinding her all episode yeah. though. That I feel like maybe this is what not that it's the snapping point, but it's she can't really answer calmly. Like she's just getting so mad. Yeah, I think that definitely else. doesn't help. I think that, she, and definitely too, the fact that like she had just like I mean, part of the reason like she straight out says like I'm excited for like that to go home so she can fucking leave me alone about this. Yes. So you and know, lo and I, behold, see that's where I think maybe she had a little background info. It's possible. Or New York is mean? also just kind of like who I think New York may have come into this episode with a little background info about some of these girls. Oh, okay. I mean, you don't have to have a ton of background info to be like. So it's I think. I think that that's more of a coincidence. Or she than just hears the, the voice. And goes, yeah, like, that's what I think that it is. I think that she hears Buckwild doing that, and it's the easiest thing to pick on about her and get under her skin about. Yeah, yeah. and especially when she saw that she started reacting very yeah. vis- viscerally to it. That it's like, okay, so this is your thing uh, that makes you upset. I've triggered you, and now I'm going to go in. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. I think and she's especially sensitive about it because of everything that's gone on the last so couple of days. The weird thing is, is that it's not like the your trailer park hair part. Like, I think that would trigger me more than, like, why do you talk like that? Mm-hmm. I would think Show so, up. too. But I think that, I I think, I mean, maybe, maybe unless she, I th- she could have grown up in, like, you know, a regular house. And, like, maybe that's why it doesn't bother her. Like, basically, like, yeah. oh, you're trying to get white trash, whatever. Like. Maybe it just bothered her because, I mean, also, I feel like in a situation where you're one of the only white people left around a group of black people. Yeah. And, like, you know the black people aren't going to have your back for sounding like this. You know? Yeah. Like, that you know there's no real way to defend it. And even Buck Wild is, like, because New York is, like, so do you think that you're, like, darker than you are? And Buck Wild's, like, if you're asking if you think that, if I think that I'm black, the answer is no. I'm fully aware that I'm a white person. Yeah. And then, so whatever. So New York calls her. She says, "You sound ignorant." And Buckwild says, "Well, you look ignorant." Which I'm like, "Oh God, she really did get under her skin." If you're fucking resorting to that, mm-hmm. and New York, yeah, New York like yeah. pisses up. New York gets pissed off at it. She goes, "Bitch, I will be ignorant all over your motherfucking ass," which is like, touche. <laughs> 
Yeah. So they're going back and forth, and Buckwild's like, I talked like this on my life, and New York's like, that's sad. And Flav walks, I was going to say, and Flav walks over and, like, breaks it up. But the stupid thing is that he asks New York why she calls Buckwild ignorant, and then, which is a valid question. Yes. Yeah. And then New York just gets up and runs away. Like, I love that. What? Flav does this thing where he's like, oh, so, like, how's it going, everybody? Like, shut the fuck. I hate that shit. I hate when yeah. men play dumb like that about drama. Like, I'm not saying you need to get involved, but, like. Th- it's also you- part of the show, though. I know. He's, yeah. anyway, sta- so- he's probably standing 10 feet away. Right. Behind a curtain. And then they're just like, all right, Flav, like, you got to go in and, like, pretend you don't know what's going on. Yeah. So he's like, so basically, Buckwild's kind of telling him all the background about what's been happening. And New York's, like, trying to play dumb. And she's like, I was just trying to make conversation. And yeah. so when Buckwild says she's saying that I'm ignorant, and New York said, I didn't say you were on, oh, no, New York. She said, she said, I'm, she un- said, I'm educated, un- educated. Yeah. And, nibbles clarify nibbles is the one that clarifies oh what new york said was actually ignorant so new york's like oh they don't mean the same thing oh wait yes they do <laughs> like you know whatever yeah <laughs> like right. being, like being 23 and being called out on your shit 24 however the fuck yeah exactly is. right uh so the so flave who clay always claims to not like drama but seems to always be comfortable with it going on around him says you know you know like as sarah mentioned why why did you call her ignorant and new york has the fucking nerve not only to storm off but she's like he immediately took her side i'm sorry what did you do to defend yourself throw in the like be nice or like don't be mean yeah yeah but like what did she do that would make him want to play neutral like, it's not like he would have turned to her and been like, well, you've got a point there. You know, like, what well, the fuck did she expect from him? It's like when two kids are fighting, you have to ask them what happened. And if you're just asking what happened and like, okay, well, why did you say that? You're trying to figure out what happened. And then imagine if you're like, okay, why did you throw that toy at your sister's head? And it's like, well, you know what? Fine. If you're not going to take my side and you're just going to run off, it's like, well, no, I have no side yet. Right. I'm just literally trying to hear it out. But then also, if the only side you're hearing is, if the only side you're hearing is I unprovoked threw the toy in her head. Yeah. Then then obviously you're going to take the side of the one who, apropos of nothing, got the toy thrown at her head. Yeah. Like, apropos, like, she called her trailer park trash for, well, besides the obvious way she generally comes across, like, it's not like uh, Buckwild was like fucking with her and then New York said it in response yeah. and then Buckwild got all upset. Buckwild was minding her fucking business and New York yeah, was she like, was, mm, you're, she's sitting there you're ignorant. The magazine. Yes, flipping through this magazine. She's flipping through a magazine. And then there's no fainting couch in sight. Of right. Her. So and New York has like, to do her weird. Yeah, she does this weird screaming. But Buckwild is real proud of herself. She's like, I made New York cry. Like, she just literally was so hyped. laughing, yeah. I mean, right, all but the other ladies are hysterical. She wasn't even saying because Flavor was not having, like, immediately, like, yeah, Buckwild, you are ignorant. And it's like, well, yeah, that's unreasonable. You shouldn't, you can't think that way, New York. That's you can't. New York. Yeah, so, yeah, no, and that's why she's good at what she does. But it was just weird because she's like, 
the disrespect. You asked me to come here and help. And it's like, yeah, I asked you to come here and help, but I didn't ask you to fucking start insulting the girls and say like, you sound ignorant. And like, right. I wasn't How asking is that you helping? to like, yeah, you're not helping. Like you dressing them up did a nice job. Thank you. But like, and then you're supposed to tell me what you think about everybody. Yeah, you're not helping by she's white trash. That doesn't help. Now, do you think that she genuinely thought that she was responsible for the decision? Do you think that she do you think that she she was told that that she misinterpreted it or she's just lying to troll them? I think she's saying it's a troll. I she's think it's a mixture of both. I think that they brought her back um, and they, and then like, you know, said they said like, Hey, listen, we, it's too boring. All the good fights are done. The, the, the people who were fighting that had good fights have been eliminated. Um, it's too boring. So we need you to come in and spice things up a little bit. And um, you know, you're going to help Flav with elimination. And I think that she took the number one, she had to do the prison mentality of coming in to be like, and I'm responsible for who's getting eliminated and I think that if she just kept speaking it and saying it, then that way Flav would actually let her. Well, it's just actually- so funny because I feel like she, anybody who thinks that they would have any insight, like any say in what Flav's decision-making process is, who isn't literally right. a producer, is fucking delusional because that man is a control freak. I think she was doing to get in yeah. their heads. Yeah? Yeah, I, I definitely yeah. think it was part of the prisoner mentality of like that they should listen to her and it's just like, well, you know, this isn't, no, that's not true because the girls all, the girls all know. And then they start calling her out. Well, right. So, so when, once she runs outside and Flav is comforting her and like grossly kissing her and basically being like, I'm sorry, I'll let you do what you need to do, whatever. Like, like she's like, you can't, I wanted me to come here and be New York. Let me be New York. Yeah. And I was like, Ooh, like, that's Uh, true. She's a character. Yeah. Let her do her thing. monster yeah that's true he did so yeah as the ladies are all inside being like she's fucking up to some bullshit right now whatever this is when the chatter starts of i don't think she's actually in charge of elimination like it wouldn't really make yeah. sense for her to be in charge of did elimination. delicious say it first or was it crazy delicious said it first i didn't realize delicious yeah. said it first until the rewatch okay so delicious it brings delicious. it up first and and crazy asks her about it right crazy is the only one ballsy yeah. enough to ask yeah so crazy straight up says like i have a question for you are you actually in charge of elimination or what well i don't even think she asked it that directly and new york immediately and this is again part of that kid thing when you as the adult in the situation are getting undermined yep that you now need to grandstand and be like oh you think that i won't you know you think i'm not in charge here so new york is screaming at her stands up on this coffee table because they're all sitting kind of in a couch off of set now so they are she's in her face screaming at her i did crack up because new york's like you better shut the fuck up with your weak ass ass that is my new go-to of anything (laughs) and you know she's not yelling at delicious right well i know she's delicious is the farthest from a weak ass just make excuse me just like turn around and knock her off with her butt and crazy's basically like get the fuck out of my face i know you're not really in charge of eliminations like this is a fucking joke and I don't know if you guys noticed this, but did you guys see that the photographers are either laughing or they're yes. like sitting there like they're like zoo animals? It's fucking in the blatant. background look like what the fuck is going on over they're, here? They're laughing. Yeah, it's so funny. 
So all of a sudden, New York is now, because like her authority is now being blatantly undermined, is screaming in, like on the table still, screaming in Crazy's face, going, going off. I got control over these motherfucking eliminations. The other ladies are cracking up. Nibbles, for some reason, is twerking in the back, and Boots is like, fuck it, I'm oh, going to get up on really the table, too. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like, yeah she's, she's like, twerking. I'm going to get up on the table, too. So there's all kinds of things going on. Basically, it's now like the inmates are running the asylum, yep. more or less. Yep. So New York calls crazy a weak-ass bitch again, and that's the only thing I can say to you. And why is it the only thing New York can say to crazy? Cue up another iconic line of the week. Because it applies. Because it applies. I fucking love, that's one of my favorite gifs to use when people are like, why are you bringing race into this conversation? Is that when she poked her too? Yeah, so she's like yeah. poking I, her in between the eyes. I saw you do the motion. The I was like, I think that's what she's, it was. Right, I know. You can't, this is not a visual medium, but just assume that I am. I was listening, yeah. Po- like, she is poking delicious, I mean delicious, she's poking crazy in the forehead. And yep. just being like, and it's, again, because she's standing above her. Like literally yeah. pointing down and booping her in the forehead. Yeah. Yeah. And I think get fucking popped in the mouth, by the that way. I swear, like that is like one of my things, like back from like Real Housewives of Atlanta, the big fight between Kenya and Portia back in the day, where I'm like, listen, I know that violence is not the answer, but you put you poke something in my face, you touch my face, That's, or yes. you put something in my face, it's gonna get snatched the fuck away and you're gonna get yep. beat with it. You legitimately yeah. touch me. All bets are oh, crazy is a better person than me. Throughout this yeah. entire thing, I mean, she sucks. She seems really fucking annoying, but she's a way yeah. better person than I am because a lot of this shit, I am so, I would go like full rage blackout and just, yeah. you know, go the fuck off on her because it would just be like at a certain point, the fact that crazy gets screamed at two different points during this episode and nobody has her back and she's up there alone and she actually has the wherewithal to just not freak out but to just walk away like the angriest she gets is to tell like delicious later on to go fuck herself Mm -hmm. she doesn't seem like she's interested in many of the fights yeah she's she's a better person than me do you think they maybe get something from the producer like this is maybe new york knows they can't touch each other or something like there's gotta no, be something I mean, that was there. a thing about reality shows at this point in time like this is i yeah. think still around the point in bad girls club where if you fought or in like real world and shit if you got into a physical altercation You're you were done. getting sent home yeah yeah like yeah holding it back it's, well the same thing within i love new york like if the guys ever got in a physical anything she would send them home like and I didn't understand because she's always the one that's like, I wish you would fucking hit me. Like, go ahead, slap me, bitch. Like, she's always saying that to everybody. Yeah. And it's I guess, just like, like men fighting is different, especially because those guys, it was too much machismo yeah. going around. Like, it just was too much. Testosterone men, gets yeah. going and the group men gets fighting, going. Yeah. yeah, men fighting could get really dangerous. People right. Have, also yeah. true. Right. Especially yeah. those guys were really like, most of them were pretty jacked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not that being jacked has so, anything to do with fighting ability, but they right, might be strong right. and something stupid happens. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. This is what I'm still not understanding. So the girls don't trust crazy. They don't like her. Yes. And one of the, they keep saying that she's fake and that she's phony, but I'm not understanding why crazy has to know Flava Flav's music in order to go out with them. 
So I think so they bring up several times that it's they it's an easy go to to say it's about not knowing the music. But really, when they get down to it, they say it's not about not knowing it. It's about the fact that you lied you and lied said that you did. Yes. And then when you were put on the spot, you didn't know. Yes. I think the fake is I've realized. Now, this is a little bit convoluted, but so I'm yeah. thinking to myself, I'm spending this entire episode going, they're really hating on crazy a lot seemingly yeah. out of power, which then leads me to think oh they're threatened by her because she falls into the category of like more classically pretty and obviously Flav is showing interest in her and, and then I was yeah. like we'll find out some more shit later well well I'm getting to that so mm-hmm. I, you know what let me actually put a pin in this because that spoils the discussion that goes on later okay. so yeah so pin is put uh i feel like that's gonna have to be one of our like merch items too let's put a pin in it <laughs> put a pin in it so yeah let's put a pin in it that's a good one i like that a lot actually uh so so they're screaming at each other actually i did like this line because crazy's like walking away from new york and she's like somebody better come get her right the fuck now and new york's like or what or what or what and crazy goes or somebody's gonna somebody else is gonna spit on your ass again yeah I was like, yes. it was so weird. Like, yeah, like it, everybody brought up that spit, like, you know, oh, like, oh, there's a reason that she got spit on. And it's like, oh, okay. Like, it's a classic, you know, flavor flavor lore. Again, is this, is this an honor to come back to? That's a good point. Yeah, but it made her. We brought New York back for everyone to threaten to spit on her. I mean, what's the Mulan song? Which one? Bring honor to us all. Yeah, you'll bring honor to us all. That's, that's I don't know. Sister Patterson singing it to her. Oh my god! Leaves. Anyway, yeah. go go back. So, I I actually There's... do have in my notes here about all the dudes and the set sitting around and watching this go down. It's got to be interesting, um, but there is so much fighting in this season. It was just like it seemed excessive and unnecessary. And by the way, um, the girl who shit herself. Uh, yes. on the floor is that something yes. right something, something yes yes yeah. yes yes um it's hector okay she was killed and she's dragged around by the chariot because they all fucking like make fun of her oh and yeah i paused for a second i was like she was killed what if i call that's right no oh, no no she was not killed she was just dragged yeah she was dragged everywhere um for oh, that but dan she's an adult and she should have some continence okay I but mean... the production people the production people were probably like, no, you can't go to the bathroom. She's drunk. She's young. It's probably like one of her first times like being on camera. So she's probably just like, you know, but okay. My mom, when I was a kid, told me if I raise my hand and ask to go to the bathroom and my teacher says, no, I am supposed to get up and go to the bathroom if I have to go. Yep. So I, I did that. And my teacher told me to go to the principal's office. And I went to the principal's office and she asked me why I was there. And I said, cause I had to go to the bathroom and she told me I couldn't go. So I left and she's like, well, you no, know? cause she told me to come here. So I'm super obedient. So I understand why, you know, maybe the production people were going to the bathroom, but I just like, well, fuck you. I have to go to the bathroom. I've been drinking. <laughs> I'm yeah. Going. I got in an argument with a math teacher. I, you know who I'm the, the, I don't want to say a name. Uh, I can beep it out. The, yes? Okay. Remember Miss Flavor Flav! Oh, fuck that bitch! There was a kid in my class who asked to go to the bathroom. 
And they were like, no, you can't go. And I stopped. I was like, are you, I literally just, I don't know why I was feeling so like sassy morally right that day. I was like, are you guys serious? And they're like, yeah, like, you know, he goes every class. I was like, so what? I was like, if he has to go to the bathroom, you got to let him go to the bathroom. You're going to make him sit here and hold it. Like, that's ridiculous. And like, I was going back and, oh man, I got so fired up about this with them. And it was just going back and forth and back and forth. And, you know, it didn't obviously escalate into anything. And eventually like he went to the bathroom, but it was one of those moments where it's, as she was saying, like, it's kind of like, yo, I want to say to him, like, yo, just get up and go. Like they can't stop. Yeah. Him. Yeah. Oh. And I mean, yeah, that's what are they going to do? Exactly. The worst thing they're going to do is like in Sarah's situation where it's like you send it to the principal's office. You're going to be like, because I asked to go to the bathroom and they said no. And I went anyway. And God forbid, like, don't get me wrong. Like, I understand, like, you'd have to hold it forever in order to actually have like an interior issue in your body. Yeah, but you don't know what else. Unless unless you have to like shit yourself like this. What if he shat? Yeah. What if he's having a really bad stomach day and he shit his pants? Yeah, no, I would have fucking gone. All right, so we're telling our kids to go anyway. I was never told that because I never really had that issue. But I'm, I'm, but I hate going to the bathroom. It's a waste of time. But that's my own thing that I need to work out. Yes, if Sonya could, it would be. It would be like Family Guy reference when they do the multiverse thing, and they're just like, "Oh man, I really got to go to the bathroom." And he's like, "Oh, I'll take care of that." He presses his little like dial thing, and it's like, "Yeah, it's like poop removed." (laughs) I have no. That would be my dream. I'd love that. I'd love that if I'm being honest. Um, No, but like shower like that. After she got voted off, because I mean, she like, yeah, sure, she shit herself, but she was trying to move on. Like, she was just trying to move on with her life, like, after that, and everybody wouldn't let her forget about it. And after that, like, number one, it just showed how mean everybody was, like, unnecessarily. Yeah. It just, after she left, because she was the only one that kind of didn't take the show or herself very seriously. She, you know, she's like, in the, like, when they're working the restaurant, she's like, what? Well, what does this have to do with dating Flavor Flav? And then she's just kind of, you know. Yeah. But I think also if she was like, if she like didn't give a fuck, but in a cool way, that would have been different. But she did it in a weird way. So it was easier to pick on her. That's a good description. She would have acted like she was above all of this. And it's like, whatever, bitches. Sometimes people shit themselves. Like like Regina George when she gets the holes cut out of her shirt and she just decides that this is going to be the new style. And everyone does it. Yeah. Yeah, then mm-hmm. it would have been a different story, but she but, decided to be fucking weird about it. Next thing you know, yeah, she was super weird. Crazy but you can tell up the stairs. You can tell that nobody cared, and they were just told to be crazy. And I don't know if that would have if that would have happened, especially in a competition scenario. You think I would have let that shit go? No pun intended. No, I would <laughs> I would have fucking never let you forget. Anytime she would have said something even remotely yeah. sassy to me, I would have been like, and "Go shit on the floor." And again, let's not forget the time idiot. frame when the friends come over for this party. The one I don't remember uh, which rapper it is, but he goes, "You've known him for like eight days." Yeah, that's true. Something Boots was gone like two, three days ago. Like, she, yeah, that's yeah. true. Four or five days. If someone poops themselves, you're still talking about it within a week. Yeah, no, that's like I, true, yeah. like my story that I brought up before. We talked all semester about the one time my sorority sister got blacked out and somehow peed in the fridge. Exactly. It was we talked about it. I'm still talking about it to this day, and it was like ten years ago. Yeah, it's but, still because it, I still don't know how she did it, but. <laughs> I don't know how anybody would do that either, especially a girl. But what I don't understand. Okay. So then this is the part of the show where I get kind of disgusted is that interview guy from herb magazine. Right. So wait, before that, before that, wait, 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 wait. there's one thing before that. So basically, so all of a sudden as they're screaming at each other, Flav, Flav comes over conveniently comes out of some door or whatever the fuck. And there he's like, Oh, calm it down. He says this conversation is getting too violent. 
you're here, like, whatever. New York, you're here to do a job. And Crazy's like, listen, is she actually in control of eliminations or not? Like, Calls it straight what's out. the fucking, the what's right the fucking deal it. with this? And yeah. Flav clarifies that she is only here to help him out. She is not in charge. Yep. At, but then he says it's another dead eye, another dead eye moment at the camera. Like, this is what I was saying in the beginning, where it's another moment where he does this. At the end of the day, all decisions are based upon what Flavor Flav thinks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We all know that's a fucking lie. Yes. You, oh, we no. all know that's good and damn well. Based on who we end up with at the end of this episode, that's a fucking lie. Totally. Absolutely. I think so. But New York is here to help, and he values her opinion a whole lot. So, sure. Yeah. Just fucking fuck him just uh, fuck flavor flavor i yeah. cannot stress this enough <laughs> photographer the yeah. photographer comes over and calls just crazy over she's yep. for some reason laying at his feet while he's standing mm-hmm. yeah i didn't love that yeah i don't know if that was like the photographer's direction or she decided that on his own and like she was like everybody was like yeah let's go with it and then crazy's like i yeah. knew that they were jealous of me blah oh, blah blah yeah. She's like, they're all looking at me and they're all jealous and they're all mad at me serve this and, you know, blah, blah, blah. It's like, well, okay. Well, I mean, so it's it's true, though, because Delicious is over yeah. there, like, talking shit, saying she doesn't trust Crazy anymore and that if Flav ends up with her that she's just going to leave him anyway, which is, like, funny how that works out, huh? Uh, well, so- you're, you're also, like, hoops. Like, you would know that she's just going to leave because – hoops immediately did because they as soon as they got together they were like yeah we just we just decided that we don't work like that and it's like yeah okay i mean you can tell by the fact that she looks horrified by the fact that you picked her at the end when she was she couldn't stop laughing it was like oh shit Mm. yeah yeah so i am starting to think at this point that there's stuff we're not seeing about flav paying more attention to crazy because the other ladies seem jealous seemingly out of nowhere as i mentioned earlier it's it's the fact that she I never really got to finish this point because I didn't want to give too much away, but I can give away a little bit more. Was this the is pin? like what was this where we put the pin in it? Uh, sort of. We're like letting uh, the pin go a little bit. It's not so, out of the wall completely. Yeah. Yes. It's not out of the <laughs> wall completely. It's just it's lightened. It's loosened. Uh, <laughs> we shimmied it out. We shimmied it so, out a little bit. Right. So at first I'm thinking to myself, oh, it's because crazy kind of fits the more traditional attractability mm-hmm. and yeah. we're not really in a time where black beauty was appreciated on the mainstream the way it is more today. Mm-hmm. But then I'm like looking and I'm like, no, Delicious has an incredible body. Several of yeah. them have incredible bodies. And like Bucky and Boots, I always thought were so pretty. Yeah. You know, yeah. like it's not like crazy is so and beautiful, also very facially pretty beautiful you know? i mean she has the name for a reason <laughs> right so yeah she's it's not yeah, like she's crazy yeah. is so far ahead of everybody else looks wise that it's no. just strictly like you're pretty and we're intimidated by that crazy so I was, has- this is where i'm starting to think in my head there's got to be something else going on in terms of the dynamic but we will get to what else is going crazy- on Crazy has like the big eyes, like the big eyelashes. She's got the full bodied lips. She's got like a full like body on her. So like she just, she just has it. And she's got like a big hair that she throws around everywhere. Like, you know, the big luscious locks. So like, she's like a cartoon character is yes. what it is. 
she you looks know, like, like she'd be in Maxim. Yeah, yeah, well, she, yeah looks, she's yeah. She looks she has a certain look about her. Like she looks more like, you know, of like she's like she's got a different look about her, but everybody's she's not she's not much prettier than everybody else, no, is what I'm trying no, to say. No, 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 not at all. Has like a certain look. Well, she had a look that was more popular during that time. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And plus, there was also that Flav says that he likes the Latin girls. Oh, my God. Yep. What a fucking creep. Does he not say, that, not that, like, for liking Latin girls. That's but for why the he fetish named her crazy. Yeah, because of He's the like, Latina. I love Latin girls, and Latin girls are crazy. So I'm going to call you crazy. So problematic. Anyway, so. Yeah. That was one of the problematic moments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> one of many. So. Delicious says, if Crazy thinks anyone in that is in the house is jealous of her, they're foolish because she's fake and phony. But you're all acting. Meanwhile, Delicious jealous. is clearly jealous. Yeah, she you're be very clearly jealous. And so now we get Crazy to, is, is done yes. with her part of the shoot, and Flav says he'll see her later. Delicious is over on the side, like you hate ass, lion ass, fake ass bitch, and I'm like, sure, why not? Yeah, he tells the women, I thought he said that he has to do an interview, but he says that they have to do an interview and says he's going to leave with New York and the rest of the women. I feel like it was both because I think you're right. I think he did say he has one, but I think the thing was he was taking New York to go while he takes New York with him as, you know, we find out. Yeah, I think he had something, but then they were going to have something as well, because if the feature is going to be about him, they have to talk to him. Well, obviously, right. Yeah. 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 But the interviewer. I just disgusted me. I just I hated him. I I was so angry. I have like a whole page about him. Oh wow. Do you okay, think so he what, was fed the questions from the producers? Well, I think you're also like a not necessarily. Like I think that if you're writing up a thing about a reality show, like And he has season 1 kind yeah. of his reference. So, okay. well, actually before we kind of get into Josh the managing editor, oh, we yeah. get a little bit of New York's thoughts about yep. the ladies so buck wild actually she gives to flave space she gives kind of like a nicer response which is uh how would she fit into your life romantically whereas in her talking head she says everything about buck wild is totally offensive yep and all that fake get all that fake ghetto shit makes her a fake ass bitch which is like fair she pretty much says what like that was yep. always thinking yeah, just in a way harsher way. Yeah. <laughs> well, and the funny thing is, is all he had to say, all she really, because I mean, I like the way that she worded it. It was a little bit more delicate because it's the same thing with like in season one where you can tell that he keeps people around like Goldie or like that because he just likes them as people and he's like playing games with them. Yes. He doesn't like, he doesn't want to date them. He's not going to. 100%. It's like, well, with Buck Wild, like, there's nothing sexy about her. I mean, she's pretty, like, no. she's pretty in her right. not going to be like, ooh, yeah, like, objectifying her. She's like, she's a down-ass chick that you hang out with that's like a cool fucking girlfriend, you know? Yes. That's kind yeah. of why I think, like, I think that it's always easier for Flav in the beginning because if any of the women kind of just don't really show interest, it's easy for him to just be like, oh, whatever, bye. But if when they're yep. more interesting and make better TV, it's easy, it's harder for him to let them go. But then once it comes down to like a handful of women who he actually has to choose between, yeah, this is when he starts getting like, oh shit, I let this one who I'm not attracted to at all slide this whole time. Yep. And Apropos now it's now nothing. it's for- right. 
now it's worse to get rid of them because I've kept them around for so long and I've made them think that I like them and you don't. And now I have to come up with a more elaborate reason to get rid of them. So next is beautiful who New York says is reserved. She's in her box and she hasn't stepped out yet. Mm -hmm. New York says her concern is that if she has big enough energy, enough energy for Flav and this for some reason blows Flav's fucking mind. He's like, yeah, wow. And it's like, really? We we've heard from her twice in the last six episodes like this is suddenly when you're so shocked that she well, might not be the right person for you energy wise yeah it's funny because i remember when i was watching it like james and i were watching it and we would forget that she was on the show because yep. she just didn't talk until yes. they would we cut were like, to oh, her yeah, and still here. now where did you watch this where were you watching the show i, I watched it on hulu Okay. Yeah. Um, so, I did not know that 2B TV I was had gonna say, the censored, the uncensored. Oh, yes, 2B TV not only has uncensored, but it has the uh, end credit scene. And last week, basically, fucking what's her name? Beautiful. See, I forgot her name. That's how. That's how this is going. Yeah. Beautiful basically is like sexually harassed by Don Juan, who he like makes her stand up and twirl around so she so he can see her body and she's kind of like i'm not here to show you my body like why would oh i do that and then oh my God. when and then when she finally agrees to do it he's like see we could have been getting along this whole time uh no gross yeah no fuck him <laughs> i mean like yeah no yeah. fuck that nope. motherfucker no then yeah. uh Next is Nibbles, and she goes, oh, boy, like, what does she do again? And she's like, she takes ass shots or whatever. She's, she's in, in the adult industry. Yes. Yeah. Fucking sex, sex negativity. Well, also, like, by the way, New York, it's not up to you on whether or not, like, you just, you just have to bring that up as, like, a thing. Be like, okay, well, you know, she is in the adult industry, and she does, she does have this, so you do have that to consider. Don't say that as a negative thing. Like, I mean, I get it that some people might not be into it, but you have to let them decide whether or not they're into it. You and this was again like the a high point in as uh, as my friend and guest from season one, episode eight, Pauline has brought up before on our old show that like this was like kind of peak morality era because this yeah. was shortly after Nipplegate. Well, I guess not shortly after Nipplegate, but a couple years shy of Nipplegate. Oh, as, what year was that? As what? What year was that? I think oh three. That was oh three because that's Pauline's whole theory that it helped George oh, Bush get right. reelected. Oh yeah. <laughs> it helped oh. George Bush get reelected because Colin Powell's son was in charge of the FCC at that point. Oh, so it's like this elaborate. That's there's like this whole elaborate theory that it's like it benefited the FCC, which then kind of for it on Reddit and find the full conspiracy. Yeah, it's like a whole thing we talk about it on our old podcast. I I need to read that conspiracy. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's peak morality era. That's why it's extra sex worker shamey. I'm kind of curious to see how it would have gone over in the present day because obviously it still is an easy thing for people to hold against someone because we live in america and we're pretty like conservative about sex-based stuff but i think that like because she's so open about it and it's not some secret that's being revealed about her and like you know she and she's also not like a polarizing figure in terms of her personality where it would be easy for somebody to use it against her i feel like it would go over better but i'm not sure yeah 
Yeah, that's interesting. I, I would like to see that nowadays. Like I said, because I know plenty of people that decided to do modeling, um, whether they're signed by an agency or whatever, but like they will take kind of scantily clad photos and, you know, sell them on Pinterest, uh, not, not Pinterest, Pinterest <laughs> sell them on Patreon. And yeah. it's just, it's interesting because while that's not something, it's just not in my personality and I don't care to do it just because I'd be like, what am I doing? Like, you know, I, I tried modeling when I was like 18 and I was just horrible at it because I, I don't have. I don't have that type of, like, I can't just tap into that. Oh, I'd be well, laughing we at watched her, we watched her uh, solo videos on Pornhub a couple weeks ago. Oh. Actually, no, it was like a week ago. <laughs> uh, it's basically, she is like, like, when we say that when Bucky calls her an internet stripper, like, it's not, at first I was like, oh, that's really like, like diminishing what she does. But it's like, no, she's literally just stripping on video. Like, yeah. it's, it's on the internet. So it's like, you know, it's not an inaccurate description. Yeah. Who was the girl that was actually like a porn star? Uh, that was Toasty. 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 That's right. I, I watched like... her porn as well, and it made me sad. <laughs> yeah, I think it would make everyone sad. But, like, the fact that he showed everybody that picture at her elimination, that was fucked up. I was like, oh. you don't Totally to fucked that. up. You yes. didn't need to make your point yeah. that way. That's the big thing. You didn't need to make your point that way. You could just fucking say I don't like you that much. That's all good. You don't have to prove it. It's cool. Yeah. So then next is Bucky. Uh, Bucky. New York says she's like lukewarm water. She doesn't know if Bucky has enough oomph for him. And he's like, ha ha ha, you're too much. Whatever. Which there- I, I disagreed with that wholeheartedly. I mean, I, I, I but I think based on what New York has dealt with in terms of interactions with her, I think that's pretty spot on. Like, she has a really, yeah, like, in terms of, if you look at just how she behaves this episode, you would say, like, anybody, anybody would say that, too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's so funny because you, I just, I, I loved her. I thought she had a great attitude, and I just thought she was a really cool, like, observer, you know? She, she yeah. Oh, well, like I said, her, her line at the end fucking killed me. So, anyway, yeah, so she, now it cuts back to the ladies getting interviewed by Josh, the managing editor, who paper straws make him go MAGA. I hate him. Fuck him. So, tell us why you hate him. So, so Josh, his first favorite okay so obviously all of them are going to raise their hand because why not then he asks who is the biggest bitch and then yeah uh boots raises her hand and everybody points at boots and she's like i don't give a fuck about it and yeah. i'm like okay good for you sister. Own like, it. you should embrace you know you should embrace whatever fucking attitude that you have great but why in a magazine if i'm reading a magazine i don't want to i can watch the show and i can figure I think it is, I think that it is, like, not necessarily him asking, I think this is kind of where I do think that it is a little bit producer fed, because, yeah, like, yeah, he's not going to benefit from them bickering back and forth in terms of being able to write an article, but. No, yeah, that's, yeah. So I think, like, like, or maybe he thought that, like, they would kind of come to some consensus and you could write it up as, like, a panel on the side in, like, the magazine where it's, like, yeah. you know, the girls all voted whoever. Yeah. But once it gets to, you know, you know, who's most fake, like, yeah. I love that Beautiful and Nibbles kind of politely look over in that direction, but Bucky and Delicious were sitting on the same couch as crazy, both, like, point to right her. Yeah. Like, Just you know. Up. 
But I just thought it was really pathetic because it just it just felt to me like they were trying to like Josh was either like fed by the producers to try to bait these women to fight and compete against each other in such a weird way as if there's nothing else that they have to talk about in the situation. Like, how do you like Flavor Flav's house? Like, do you like living with everybody? You know, does like, the thought of like, how more... does it feel to make out with Flavor Flav? Because that seems like it would be disgusting. Yeah, ex- exactly. Or like, interviewing Flav, the reason why we're doing this photo shoot is because we want to talk to him about the what do you what do you think about it? And like, I don't think he's he's interested in what's nobody's interested in what's on their mind. No, beyond them fighting with each other. Trying to, they're like you know, in the first season, they have to help out these people at the nursery at the not nursery um at the nursing home, and you know, uh, and he's judging them based on their interactions with old people, and also you know having them deal with little kids and all this stuff, and like. You'd think that they would ask them something about their personality and he would go back and listen to their interview to be like, oh, and how they represent me because they're going to be interviewed. You know, See, like, now that's that seems that is completely valid and honestly a yeah. great idea on a show where you are genuinely trying to build a relationship with somebody and not just fuck them. Yeah, when you and- are trying to create a show that's just fuck shit and drama, yep. of course that's going to happen. Like, of course it's yeah, going to. of course. So obviously this starts a huge fight. Yep. Delicious says that she thinks crazy is just here because she can sing. She thinks she can sing, which is key that she, because crazy thinks that she can sing and hasn't just been discovered by the right person. And crazy in her oh. talking head goes, I'm really starting not to trust her. Like now? now? That's got to be something she said earlier on and they just cut it as in No, there. I think that she's just that dumb. I she's like she, Yeah, I, I think that she's so used to everybody being nice to her and kissing her ass and whatever cuz she's pretty and then she can't actually fathom the fact that people are mean. No, I think that she seems like one of the kinds of girls who's like people have been mean to me all my life because I'm pretty. Like being pretty is really oh, hard. Yeah. yeah. But like that yeah, that's true. So, and crazy is also like, we're supposed to be good friends, but obviously she's just playing the game now. And it's like, she's been saying that from day one, that this is a competition. Yeah, you guys have all, yeah, you guys are all fucking, you're not here. Like, you know, New York says, I'm not here to make friends. Yeah. But I think that like, like I, I, I mean, there goes. must be something going on. There must, obviously there's way more than what's actually aired, but like crazy is really under the impression from the beginning that delicious is like her friend and delicious is like not really yeah well that also that also from how young they all are that's true too so delicious is clarifying delicious does clarify again that the dishonesty is the issue not the fact that she didn't know the songs like it always comes up eventually at first it's yeah. always like she's fake for not know- like she's fake because she doesn't know his music but then it's like actually what it is is she's fake because she lied about it it cuts back to new york and Flav in the limo he asks about boots and she says she's very opinionated and you think that she's gonna go off because they had that fucking fight but New York actually says that she thinks Boots is really here for him. Mm-hmm. Did yeah. that catch anybody else off guard? That caught me the a fuck off guard. No, it, it's to me that she said it. Like, I, I was like, you know, she could either go like, well, she's got an attitude and she fucking sucks. But I was also like, oh, yeah, because I think that New York saw a lot of herself in Boots. 
you know yes. like we're, okay like okay. I think that I think that she just kind of looked at it like okay this girl like she needs to fucking you know stick out stick her neck out and fucking you know put her chest out and be like yeah bitch I'm here yeah. Okay. I, I do think that she did kind of appreciate that Boots didn't really, she backed down. She was, I think she did while she clocked that Boots only backed down in private. I think that she respected her for that. Yeah. Now that you're kind of saying that it's like, maybe she was like willing to accept that half-assed apology because she's like, I see what you're doing. Like, I see what you're trying. She's to the do only here. one. No one else yeah. went nuts or stood up for themselves. Boots was the only one was like, uh, I'm not here to take some shit. Then we very quickly yeah. go back to the interview uh, where Delicious and, and Crazy are still arguing. I didn't really make any notes about this because it's fucking boring, except for Delicious saying so... at the end, she goes, I let it I let it be known. And I felt very good at the end of it. And it's like, OK, great. Congratulations. Yeah. Thanks for updating us. Yeah. Then he asks about Delicious and she says that she also thinks that she's interested in being a serious relationship with Blaze. Which I found very interesting. Also, it cracked me up because up until this point, whenever they would talk about the ladies, for visual reference, they would show video of them being shot by the photographer. But, like, in an individual kind of, like, portrait style shot. This, for yeah. Delicious, what they use first is her doing this weird quick turnaround that and giving this, like, blue steel face to the camera, but it was from the group shot. Like, I have, I'll, I'll try to put up the video if I can. Like, it's just really funny, this sequence, like, just Delicious's face because she's such a bad model. Yeah. And it, yeah, you're right, because it was really funny. They were trying to, they were trying their best to show them all like in the same light, but you can't show everybody in the same light because everyone's different. Yes. They're all special in their own We're way. Cool. Then, then <laughs> crazy. Uh, he asked about crazy New York feels that she has been saying things to Flav to please him and that she's not really speaking from her heart. So okay. then he asks her, so what do you feel about New York? What the fuck? <sighs> fuck you. So Yeah. He goes, she goes, this shit is hard, Flav. You know, I'm, and she's like trying so hard to look emotional, but she clearly can't stop laughing. Well, she's like, drunk. That is true. She has had like easily five so or six many drinks Red at that point. Yeah, no, she is very clearly shithoused at this point. <laughs> but she's like, she goes to hug him because clearly like her fake, she's doing such a bad job at fake crying that it's coming out like laughing. So she has to throw her arms around his neck and hide her face. Yeah. And yeah. he just looks like, Oh fuck. Like he, again, just oh, like yeah. whatever, but then saying in his talking head, Oh, I'm starting to feel things starting in the car, starting to feel old times. Ew. Gross. Ew. Yeah. Don't tell us about that. So this part, this is part of why it was so many fucking pages. So we're back at the house, and the ladies are all kind and of. Sarah might have missed down. a bunch of this because she's not on Tubi. What? She might have missed a bunch of this because she's not on Tubi. Yeah, that's true. I don't know how they would edit. We don't what know we how. Saw. I mean, I'm it's wondering what I've, I've missed because I know that they. I so I, I everything sounds familiar. Like they, he just talked to New York, and she's like, "It's just hard." And flavors like, "Yeah, you know, I just I was remembering old times and blah blah blah." And then it does cut back to the house, and then I just kind of skipped everything until elimination. Uh, oh, 
There's a whole. There's non Oh, okay. Cursing. So I missed yeah. something. Okay. There's yes. non-stop cursing for a good well, like, yeah, five no, it's minutes. Well, yeah, it's a solid fuck you fest. But, oh, no, so... no, no. I did hear this because it was just a lot of beeping, and that's probably why I tuned it out because I was. Oh, okay. Oh, cool. so then so you missed. At least they show it. Oh, so yeah. Wait, so, okay. So we'll see if you actually miss the good. very crucial. No, good. All right. Yeah, let's this. bring it on. It's weird because they're in various states of like getting undressed from their day, but also Buck Wild is putting makeup on. Like it's the end of the day, be taking it off, but she's like doing her eyeliner. Is she also getting ready for eliminations though? Ooh, maybe. That could be what it is. They're at, yeah. it's just oh, a, good point. Yeah, probably it's that's a very what it awkward is. Time. Okay, never mind. Well, also, but then like a bunch of them are like in pajamas. Well, not really pajamas because Delicious is in a robe and Boots is in like a big t shirt. Yep. So, yeah, I've definitely, I saw this part. Yeah. Okay. So, New York is in the room with a, at least a couple of them and asks Delicious, you know, what they talked about after she and Flav left. And Delicious is like still talking shit about crazy and crazy sitting right outside the door. Delicious is frustrated because she knows he's going to keep crazy. So, crazy just rolls the fuck in the room. And just sits yeah. down and decides to have a conversation with Delicious. So in my head, I'm like, oh, good. More of this. Because this is like my eighth hour of taking notes at this point. I'm like, oh, good. I can just write in my notes. They keep fighting about the same shit. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And New York is laughing in the middle of it. This is another famous gif during this scene where she's in the bed and she kind of like giggles and whatever. So this fight is mad boring. For the most part, which is crazy to say about a fight where two people are literally screaming at each other in each other's faces until Delicious goes, so that's why you sucked it? Because that's what I heard. Yeah. And I'm like, Delicious asking like, I was like, well, I was like, hold up. But then I was also like, fuck, this means I have to really pay attention to this fight now. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. So Delicious says that Crazy told her that when she was alone with Flav, and we saw this scene in an earlier episode, that, so in that scene, Flav took off his bathing suit. And I kind of made reference to it in the episode where I'm like, I hope that it's just like a a gag where it's like there was another bathing suit in the hot tub and he just took it out like, oh, I took my bathing suit off. Ha ha ha. But yeah, we see extended gross. footage from this scene that Crazy got naked in the hot tub with him. Mm-hmm. She got. I thought that that showed it in that first episode where it actually happens. I no? maybe it did, and I don't remember. I only, I only saw the him part where it. he goes like, "Let's make things interesting," and he took like his uh, shorts off. That was it. Oh, okay. so but the thing is, there is no reference to. There is no, as far as we see on the show, there is no other, she doesn't cite an incident where she sucked his dick. She just keeps saying, Delicious says a couple different times about like crazy going down on him that I'm like, I'm not really clear. Like, so when did it happen? Like, so give us a, not that I want to hear any details about this at all, but all crazy can say in response to all of her questions is, it's none of your business, and Delicious is like, mm, that's all you really needed to say, so I'm guessing the answer is yes, then. 
but it yeah. isn't any of her business and who gives a shit if i mean it is it. not so any of her it. business so finally they're they've been yelling and carrying on for long enough that Flav comes out of the room and he doesn't go in right away he's just kind of like sitting nearby and listening he listens for a little bit and yeah. delicious is like i don't care in her in her talking head she's like i don't care if she gave him a blowjob but just like don't she says don't dish out what you can't take back so basically it's like i guess don't be talking shit to me if you don't want me to blow up your spot like this i guess is what she's trying yeah. to say that's what i was having trouble with why she said that too because i wrote that down i didn't know what she meant by that because i was like i get you know well it's none of your business and it's like well i and especially when delicious brings it up later with uh flave and she's like, well, I shouldn't know about it. And it's like, well, yeah, not you shouldn't know about it. Like, yeah, nobody should know. I, I don't want to yeah. know about it. Like, nobody needs to know. That should not be, you know, we don't really know who's saying it or spreading it. I mean, you could you could just accuse somebody of something and, you know, any anytime you want. So you could just be like, oh, you blew him. Like, oh, OK, I guess I did. Like, I don't know. You know, yeah. like, so you just crazy. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So crazy feels very betrayed by fucking delicious i guess sure why the fuck not they they walk away from each other ultimately because again like i said the fact that crazy's instinct is to just walk away from a fight i'm like you're a better person than me i wouldn't have been able to walk away from that either i'd be pretty mad yeah (laughs) so this is where this is i'm ready to take the pin out everybody so like i said up until this point i was like I don't really get what they're so jealous of crazy for, right? Because, like, I mean, yeah. yeah, he is. He he does express that he's more interested in her, but he's also he said he's equally interested in delicious and like, you know, what's the where is the jealousy coming from? But now, if if it comes out that the rumor is that she hooked up with him or did something with him, yeah, and the. And if we're taking Bucky's recent interview word for it, where the producers are coaxing them to do whatever it takes to stay in the house. Yeah, that's. Are they jealous because they know that they've she's gotten the alone time to be sexual with him and that puts her at an advantage? Is that what they're jealous of? That is a good point. Yeah. I didn't think about that. Like, that's the only thing that's left. That's the only thing that's left in my mind. And then also it was something yeah. like, oh, no, wait, she does bring up the time. That she does bring up how there would have been an opportunity. I think it was probably the night she, that she stayed out with him all night, right? Am I making that up? Because I was finishing these notes and I was a little delirious. I would that, assume... that night that she went out, that she sat outside with him yeah. till like four in the morning, like four or six in the morning, whatever the fuck. Yeah. And was, like that's yeah. when she did it. Gross. Because that would have been yeah, really want... early on too. That would have been like day two, day three. Yeah, ew. Not that I'm Ew. judging people for fucking on the first date, but it's like flavor flav, so gross. But either way, all this to say yeah. that if if the whole gross. thing is that these women felt like they needed to do sex shit to get more screen time, that, that is some me too what, nonsense. Like holy fuck about it. Yeah. That's what's gross about it to me too, is that it's feel like you have to do that stuff in order to get somebody's attention. Like you should feel like you know, I was just horrified. I mean, it's it's more just like the idea that they that's what they felt like they had to do. And then because screen time ultimately in yep. their minds equaled a career. So basically, well, it's, yeah. and this is when I start to say that the, the idea of consent in this case is a little bit murky. 
Yeah. Like, sure, technically they're all of age and in their minds they're agreeing to the situation. Mm -hmm. But if the idea is you feel like you need to, and the thing is, he's gotten rid of women for not moving fast enough. Was it Sweetheart? Uh, sweetie there was sweetie but also this season with tiger where tiger was straight out like i'm not gonna fucking throw myself at you kind of goldie too gold yeah like a bunch of these women were like no that's not really my style to like move that fast and he was like "Mm, yeah it doesn't really seem like you're interested enough in me so i guess i'm gonna have to let you go so what kind of message is that sending that's not sending any good messages at all because i i appreciated that sweetie was like i mean i i don't I don't want to kiss on, you know, like this, especially I'd be grossed out too, especially if everybody, if you have, if you're competing against like 20, if like 19 other people, and then he's like, you're just trying to set yourself apart. And if one of the things that you can do to set yourself apart is fucking not kissing, yeah, you know, like they're trying to set themselves apart. Like, I, I don't know. I, <sighs> yeah, I, I know. It's- yeah. This episode made me upset on, on a lot of levels. This is how the whole season has been for me, that I've spent a lot of time being increasingly like, listen, I get that you have needs and you have access to a bunch of women who are willing to do this stuff to you. But at what point does it start to feel are you so lacking in awareness about the the power that you have over them that you're willing to exploit? Yep, that's exactly what it is. Like you have all these women and you know that they're all trying. They're all young and they don't know because they're already I mean, they would probably do that. with well, Especially anybody. if they're video, uh, especially if they have a history in like modeling and video girl shit. I read fucking Confessions of a Video Vixen like the idea and it's not any different than what was Harvey Weinstein and these fuckers were doing where they yep. say like you if you want to be successful, you're going to have to put out. Yeah. Yeah, and who else? Not that I'm saying that Flav is not. I don't want him to sue me. I don't want Flav to think that I'm thinking that he's straight up saying to these women, "Have sex with me," or get you know, or get kicked off or get fired. I'm not saying that he was saying that outright, but I'm sorry. The what we're seeing, evidence wise, looks like that's the implication here. He's not saying that, but obviously the girls are getting that idea. So you'd think that he would want to, and I'm agreeing with. I don't think it, but he's not fucking dispelling that. He's not making them think anything else, you know? Like, yeah. they got that idea somewhere, and he's just like, okay, cool. Like, And he's not discouraging know? them. Because the thing is, like, yeah. I get that, especially, you know, I plenty of us have our histories, and, like, some, there is to a certain subsection of women the idea that sex equates love and attention and affection. And yeah, he's, it's not that he's, even if you don't want to give him necessarily credit for encouraging that type of behavior, he's not discouraging it either. Yeah. Yeah. It's just as bad. The, the fact that he never questions, like, why is all of this stuff happening to me? Like, why are these girls all offering to blow he keeps me? Saying, like, he keeps saying that he's the luckiest <laughs> man. He keeps saying that he's the luckiest man alive. That's how the episode ends. Yeah. With him saying Every that time. he's the luckiest man. Or something like it. Like, yeah. you think that, the, and the thing is, he knows good and damn well that these women aren't here for his good looks and stunning personality. Hell no. Yet they're still Hell willing no. to fuck you. You think that's some kind of fucking coincidence? A, he just goes into it kind of like, I'm going to live my life with Like this. I said from the, the beginning, it's different with Brett Michaels because people, you know, he was considered a sex symbol and a, like all that yep. shit during that time. Oh, the he fact was that a fucking heartthrob. Willing... I thought that time. he was cute back then. He was, yeah. he was good looking Chicks when he was him, younger. Mm-hmm. Now, but it is a different animal when you were somebody who 
willingly would have women thrown at you even if you were a regular fucking guy yeah and <laughs> i don't know about you but um in here that i'd love to be on the phone or like in the room when these girls get the phone call that they're gonna be on flavor of love mm. like, yeah. oh, i wish they had like, like, to, like you have to do you have to date flavor of love flavor flav and like you know you don't know if any of them really do know who he is you know like they're just making the an gig, probably yes huh yeah no they're not that much i mean most of them aren't that much older than we are so it's no. not like we had a really strong reference for flavor flavor like i think mike you probably had i would assume the best reference out of all of us but that's because you had an older brother who like listened to popular he listened music. To, like, all different music and stuff yeah yeah so like, i knew public I enemy did... at the time and as a kid yeah I knew that he was, you know, part of a group, but I didn't know his music. I just kind of knew about him. Like, you know, so if you would have called me and told me that I had to go on a show and date him, I'd be like, that guy? <laughs> yeah, like, oh, yeah, right, him? The, the silly, no. goofy-looking one with the fucking I mean, I clock? Guess that makes sense, because it's, even myself, I guess it's more, like, I knew who Public Enemy was at the time, obviously. Uh, but I guess the old, eh, I'm trying to think back then. Like, I don't know if I'd be able to pick him out of a lineup. I think I I think I only would have just because I watched a lot of VH as I've mentioned I watched a lot of VH1 yeah. not just in terms of the celebrity bullshit yeah. but I also watched a lot of like behind the music and yeah. the countdowns yes. and all of those kinds of things and like because when we were kids internet wasn't huge so it's not like i saw pictures i knew public enemies music but i didn't know what they looked like really uh yeah, I, was, exactly. I feel like flavor flav was like an was like a distinct enough figure but like i don't think he's all this to say that like he's not somebody that women were ever th would be throwing themselves at if he wasn't a no. famous hype man yeah no, that's a good way to put it yeah. yeah exactly exactly he's a famous hype man and nobody would be able to pick no, none of those girls would be able to pick him out of anything they probably just figured out what he looked like when they were on, in the house in the first day yeah hey exactly. just cheer when he rolls in the house right so yeah. Flav, yeah. Flav decides, right back to the show. So Flav decides that he's going to finally walk in the room and see what the argument is about, you know, now that it's fucking over. So he asks Delicious, like, I kind of laugh that he's like, he's like, what's the drama about? Like, what are you guys fighting about now? Is basically the sentiment of what I'm he says. I'm just sick of this shit. Yeah. Right. He's like, what are you all fighting about now? So New York is saying folks are being real and calling people out on their shit. So Flav's like, like yeah, now. I love, I love this too. That he was like, yeah. well, are what is what they're saying like the right shit? Like, is what they're getting called out on the right shit? So Delicious yeah. says, um, she tells Flav, um, she know, like, I know my intentions, so it's time for me to step my game up and be honest with you. That person, quote unquote, didn't come here for what everybody else came here for. And of course, Crazy's in the yeah. hallway again, listening to all of this. And Delicious is like, I know that it could possibly hurt you down the line. And like, it's, it'll be more hurtful later. So like, I need to tell you now and blah, blah, blah. No, like, he's, he's like fine. fake fucking crying or whatever. Yeah, he's she's fine. Like, he's not worried about this at all. Yeah, she's like, it's not fair that other people get to go home and she gets to stay and blah, blah, blah. And she goes, and so like, once he's kind of like whatever like it's up to me like it's whatever she's kind of like well also i shouldn't 
have known what took place in the privacy of your bedroom with her. And Flav's like, okay, well, what did you hear? And she's like, well, I heard, I heard, like, that you guys did some stuff and whatever. And Flav's like, uh, uh, no, no. Like, fucking tell me, what did you hear? He's, he's not saying this. I'm paraphrasing. So he's yeah. like, just tell me specifically, like, what did you hear? And Delicious says, you guys took your clothes off and got naked, which is kind of redundant. And Flav's like, yeah, like, that and, happened. Yeah. Like, what's yeah, your point? And, yeah. And then once Delicious, once he's kind of like not really denying it and kind of also being like super flippant about it, Delicious is like, well, I'm not saying it's not true. I'm just saying it's not our business. And Flav's like, yeah, I guess. Like, yeah, you're right about that. Sure. And then well, he was also mad because he's like, well, I need to know, like, because I need to be able to keep secrets with my whatever. And it's like, again, like what I brought up earlier is that you're in a you're in a house with a bunch of people who are all competing to go out with you and they're all going to be swapping different stories about whether they're true or not to try to fucking get in everybody's heads. I think what he meant by this is that especially because he's probably aware at this point that there there's a good chance that this could not work out or some shit could go down that like he doesn't want somebody running to you know us weekly talking about her experience and all this shit like he wants a woman who will like keep because he's like him or not he's a celebrity you know so the idea that like somebody would go running and telling all his business is a different animal like it takes on a different meaning i guess yeah no i'll agree with that i definitely agree with that but also i don't know i just feel like they probably signed some kind of thing at the beginning like they probably signed like an nda or something oh oh i'm sure yeah like so i don't know what he's fucking worried about i think he he meant like Mm -hmm. long term ultimately like oh, okay yeah and yeah I, like I uh like a, he doesn't want his ex-girlfriend like talking shit to the tabloids so yeah he calls crazy into the room she is clearly like freshly showered in a cute little black nighty thing and she says that she came to the room because she was very upset about all of this stuff being said and she doesn't want him to be hurt so basically she's doing damage control Yep. She says, like, he asked her how she's doing, and she says she's good, and I wrote down here, like, she's honestly better than I'd be having two screaming matches like that in one day. You know, two people up in my fucking face, like, and she's, like, pretty, she seems alright. Like, the fact that she can even say, like, I'm okay. And honestly doesn't even use this as an opportunity to play the victim. Like, yeah. Yeah, She could have easily. Yeah, she definitely could have. Well, she gets a little defensive. Well, she does go like, yeah, oh, they're yeah, so yeah. jealous. And I can, I, I feel the animosity. Yeah. And Flav says, okay, but by the way, like a lot of the things that we've, we've done. done, they called Quote me unquote. out on. And she thinks that basically she's like, oh, they're just trying to sabotage. They're just trying to, you know, break me down. But I'm not here for them. I'm here for Flav, which is interesting vernacular because that's always what he says when somebody tries to quit or when somebody's getting upset because he says it a couple times this season but he also said it last season to pumpkin when she gets into the fight with new york yeah she goes to him crying and he's like okay but are you here for the other ladies are you here for me and she's like well i'm here for you and he's like okay so then don't let it fucking bother you then if it don't apply let it fly right exactly Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. I got to write that yep. down because that was really good. 
Yeah. I love um, that. If it doesn't apply, let it fly. If it doesn't apply, let it fly. So they end up laying in bed together. And mind you, at this point, I had also been drinking a decent amount because I was just sick of taking notes. And it's so funny you because I started to, to find, I started to find the more drunk I got during the course of taking notes, it was like the more repulsive I found the idea of making out with Flavor Flav, which is the opposite of how it works typically. Uh, yeah, it was, it's not something that anybody should want to do ever. No. Except for she, because they had some weird chemistry. I don't know, it worked. But of them. So they end up. Them laying in the bed together you would think that they would just have a normal conversation about what's been happening during the day or at least that he would try to keep some distance because of all these rumors about her being fake because the thing is like if this many people are saying that she's fake fine you can see it as them being jealous but also like shouldn't you if your concern is you don't want somebody fake like clearly he's so thinking with his dick it's not even funny yeah that's all it is exactly like, he does it like they could literally be like she actually said that she's the reincarnation of hitler and he would be like well she's hot so yeah. like they said on yeah. below well, deck whatever like on below deck like on below deck yeah that girl the girl was uh the, the that shitty sex- okay the shitty sexy meal uh chef mila where the one dude shitty, Kai- i didn't mean she to say shitty sexy i meant to just say shitty chef and there then sexy came out but like the the terrible chef mila who was yes. like the blatant homophobe yes. and the one dude who Not had her. not seen a woman in literally like a year was like still thinks she's hot she's like a sexy hitler and it's like ah oh <laughs> no you can't say that sir <laughs> no no that's, no it's terrible no but anyway so like literally that's not like, a thing flavis, flavis so thinking with his dick that he basically thinks that, sorry i pulled on the i pulled on the yeah. we have headphone a wire cord by mistake headphones and she just hit it at stop she did it again. <laughs> she's like messing with this pillow and it's hitting it but it's like yanking my headphones well, but it's like closer. snapping back and hitting my face all right you're being very dramatic just lean closer not that we're that close to each other gross but gross <laughs> she's sitting here yes she's gross married to me she's like oh it's like hooking up with Flav. no it's yeah. gross gross especially right now because it's a bajillion degrees it in is hot here rac sucks uh, so anyway oh, back to bad. the show well i mean right you know better than anybody yeah this is no, like this is like how hot what was it 12 today and it's got 10 percent humidity which i'm still you say 112 yeah, man. Yeah, that's what I said. It's 112. And it's monsoon Holy season. God. Yeah, it's gross. Oh, my God. Yeah. Wait, question. Yeah. Are you guys anywhere near Tucson? No, we're like two hours north of it. Uh, did you ever hear of a movie called Hamlet 2? Oh, my God. No. Oh, my God. It's with the guy who plays the director from uh, Tropic, Thunder. Tropic Thunder. I would please. I, oh. Oh, you guys need to watch it. It's it's one of my favorite movies. It's like a not as well known okay. movie, but it's a comedy about this guy who's a drama teacher, and he rewrites. Okay, well, I'll rewrites, watch it. Yeah, he writes this movie called Hamlet. Yeah, it's actually, a very to young, elevate uh, to elevate the quality of this show even further from your uh, from your Iliad reference. Now Hamlet. It's, he's basically well, Hamlet re- he really rewrites bad. the end of Hamlet, so like ev- nobody dies. It's Hamlet too. They all too. come back to it's, life. Oh, there's time travel and wait, what's the name of the kid from Pitch Perfect? I literally don't. Jesse? No. Skylar Aston. Skylar Aston. It's a very young Skylar Aston. It's like his first movie. And uh, oh, what's her name? Wow. And what's her name from uh, 
from Back to the Future 2 and from The Karate oh, Kid. Oh, Elizabeth Shue, my favorite Elizabeth actress. Shue. Elizabeth Shue is in it playing Elizabeth Shue. Yeah, she um, plays herself. It's oh, okay. all... Well, at least she's playing herself. That's good. Oh, I yeah, love no, it. You have to... so... It's so good. Yeah, so anyway. And there's a song that'll get stuck in your head forever. Can we get back to the show? Yeah, Jesus sorry. Christ. Anyway. Yeah, we'll, we'll watch, yeah. So every, I think of Arizona. It's like the first thing that pops in. Really? The funny, thing, the funny thing is, is that the rest of the show, because there's, there's so much fighting, there's so much bullshit back and forth. This episode is so long and so fucking just like, uh, it just drags on that we're willing to talk about Hamlet too. That's how good yeah, this show exactly. is. Exactly. We're talking about literally everything but this show. I That's hope I get tweets from on. people though that say, like, wow, thank you, Mike. You have introduced this movie that has brought so much joy to my life. I mean, it's funny, but like It's know. funny. It has a lot of funny parts. Anyway. She... Elimination. <laughs> right. Well, not yeah. even. Not even. Well, wait, because this, people this are like, is like, I'm gonna eliminate Mike after that fucking Please. <laughs> So yes. there is a quick scene also because you would think that Flav would like want to keep her at arm's length because she may or may not be fake and mm-hmm. she's involved in all this drama or whatever. But they end up laying on the bed, like staring into each other's eyes. She goes, oh, and there's one yeah. more thing I need to tell you. And she kind of like sort of gets on top of him and she's like, oh, this oh is yeah, why I won't kiss you and whatever. And he's like, OK, what? And he goes beautiful has a cold sore and he is suddenly like like life came at him so fast his whole life flashed before his eyes and he's like why are you telling me this now and she goes oh my god it was so dramatic and it's just a cold sore and the thing is so the the thing about these statistics too is that so as i mentioned between uh 48 of people between the ages of 14 and 49 have herpes simplex one but for people 49 and over which is almost i think flave is almost there he's like 47 at the time it's nearly 60 percent of people that age have it so like i think that he probably has had like if you've had a cold sore in your life that means the virus is in your system so yeah fucking it's also like not life ruining it's it's just fucking irritating like it's just annoying and kind of ugly to look at but you know yeah it's like maybe don't make out with people for a couple days and also this was statistically a risk anyway because you've got 20 women in your house and not not including the 20 women you had a couple months ago and not including the person that you have at home the one woman that you have at home yes. that you go home to and exactly and whoever brigitte's ever kissed because lord knows yeah she's got a lot going on god knows where that mouth's been god knows i god mean i've been knows. on sylvester stallone and uh who was the other one she wasn't with drago sylvester stallone and somebody else drago. she cheated on sylvester stallone with somebody who really caught me off guard I have no idea. I That's don't remember who it was. Anyway, I'll think of it. Let's get and to elimination yeah. time. Oh, so now you want to? Oh, so now you want to be like, oh, let's focus on what we're doing. Well, someone has to. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> anyway, uh, so Flav is all grossed out, and that's about it. So it's elimination time, and Crazy is scared because they're all jealous of me. And yeah. yeah. And also, she was in two fights, and usually, if you're in a lot of fights, that means you get voted. Mm, not in like a normal show but not in a show where they need the ratings so <laughs> nibbles That's is true, yeah. concerned because she still for some reason thinks new york has a lot to do with eliminations so she feels like she's at a disadvantage but hopes that new york has been distracted by all the other fights 
That is true, though, because that's usually our logic, which is like if you had other shit going on with you during the course of the episode, you were more likely to get called out and be safe. But now there's too few people. Like, this yeah. is the point in Project Runway where nobody is saved or something. Like, there's no save yeah. category. You're either in the top or the bottom. Like, that's just it. Flav, and I have to say, as much as I hate all of his rhymes, this one I did kind of enjoy, where he said, um, I think it was New York said uh, she helped him do some careful evaluation of the situation before the elimination. Yes. Oh, that was a good one. Yeah, I, I know. That Normally they suck, but a broken a broken clock is always right at least twice a day. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes you're gonna be good, Flav. Sometimes you're gonna have a good one. Yeah, and we all know his clock is broken. His sister Patterson has pointed out. <laughs> so yep, his clock is. Broken. I don't know. It just sounded funny. So anyway, uh. Flav says that he's going to bring, he brought down all the clocks because he is not sure how many people he's going to send home yet, mm-hmm. which to me just says, all yeah, right, maybe, who the fuck do I need to clear out? Maybe one, maybe who am three. I not physically attracted to in the same way that I can just clear out? Yeah. That's, that's, just, yeah who's, that's, who's not yeah. going to let me fuck that I can clear out? Pretty much like Flav, get it down to yep. five. Yeah. So. Yeah. They were probably like, holy shit, you just have to, we have to move this along because everyone's fighting and it sucks. Just move it. Yes. You would think. that. So yeah. Buckwild is also, as as Nibbles mentions, nervous if New York has anything to do with the decision making. Flav mm-hmm. starts by saying that he knows one person who definitely isn't going anywhere. Delicious. Yes. And Crazy's like, oh, it's out Yay. there. Why did they pick her? Blah blah blah. I mean, the first couple, as we, you know, before we get to the true drama, let's yeah. say the first couple, like it just goes through really damn quick. Yeah, well, because the first two are the women that New York gave their stamps of approval to. Exactly. So it's delicious and yeah. boots. Then Bucky. Yeah. Then Buck Wild, who she comes down, she does her whole like, "What time is it? It's time to get Buck Wild thing." And she looks at New York, and you can tell that she thinks New York is done because she goes, "I tried to be nice to you, I really did." And New York, I said that she looks like a flight attendant politely trying to guide her off a plane. She just like passive aggressively. Oh yeah, bye bye. I love it. She does the shoe tour. Yeah, shoe peasant. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Well, she didn't even need to say, "I really." Tried to be nice to you she didn't need to say that it was just super unnecessary but that just goes to show you that she was super intimidated by new york oh, and that she was like she had to have that like final word mm-hmm. yes 100 percent. so Flav straight straight out says the three remaining ladies are the ones new york had the most issues with and then it cuts to a new york talking head where she says nibbles is filthy and wouldn't fit with his children or his mom he, okay. she says that beautiful has no voice and she said that Crazy is just here for her career. He calls Beautiful down. He says he likes aggression and she's just too laid back. But in his talking head, he goes, the cold sore might have had something to do with it. So I... you imagine you made it this far into the fucking show and you get eliminated because of a cold sore? Well, he eliminated. She, she's like, well, Flay, because I actually wrote this down because she was so sweet about being eliminated. She's like, well, Flav eliminated me because, you know, I just hadn't gotten there yet, but that's okay, I guess. And then it cuts back to him, but the cold sore had something to do with it, too. And I got so irritated because I was like, you are yeah. so full of shit because you knew that it was about the cold sore. You didn't care if it was about her uh, personality. You just knew about the cold sore, and then you looked for any reason to get her out of there. And I was yeah. like, she is so sweet. And some people just have... A difficult time opening up, especially when you have stronger personalities in the room that won't and fucking a ca- shut and the a fuck bunch up. of cameras. 
Yeah, some people are just fucking high. So I actually kind of think what you said is true, but the opposite. I know that they meant aggressive in terms of strong personality, but I do think that it meant more like sexually aggressive. And the fact that yeah. she just kind of fall into the background and she wasn't going to go out of her way. She wanted nothing to do with him. She's there I for mean, TV. Maybe it was like one of those things where it's like, do you think it's a good idea at the time? Well, she did make that have that really <laughs> gross makeout session with him the week she before. She was kind of forced into it. Either way. It so was, I think I think it was, it was that like, same thing like Sweetie, where she like all of a sudden was like, fuck, I need to step my game up and makes out with him really aggressively. He that is suddenly when he's aware that this whole time yeah she wasn't really making that kind of effort so now it looks like bullshit and then the cold sore kind of became an excuse that it just made it easier and that and i think that he kind of thought in his mind people at home will understand that i sent her home because i didn't want to make out with somebody with a cold sore because people Mm. are so freaked out at the idea of herpes like fucking relax like yeah chill out so I, I did love, too, that, like, when he goes, all right, like, your time is up. And she goes, okay, bye. Take care, everybody. And just leaves. Yeah. <laughs> she's, like, very so sweet. Like, she came in, like, I, she came out just, like, 100% yeah. real. Where she's just like, all right, bye. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I just love That's what I felt like she is, like, a pageant girl. Be, like, you know, still polite because her mom told her to, like, still be polite. Like, even if you don't win, it's okay. She, like, I'm you know. telling you, she gives me very, like, when you see Beyonce in early interviews type of vibes. Like, how she's just oh. very, like, yes, ma'am, yeah, yes, ma'am, yeah. no, ma'am. Like, that kind of, like, very Southern, but very, like... Very polite, yeah. Debutante type of yeah. thing. Yeah, exactly. You know who she is? She's the Tiana. Office. My name is Debutante. Oh, please. <laughs> she's oh, Tiana. <laughs> Tiana. From, from The Princess and the Frog. Yeah, she's very much like Tiana. Yeah. Very hardworking, very sweet. Yeah. yeah. I mean, right, she did work her ass off in the in the fucking in that dirty house and didn't complain. That is true. She didn't no, look like she wanted to murder she did look like she wanted to murder Flav at the end. But like, you know, understandably oh, so. Would have murdered him. I'd have been like, This is not how human beings live and this is not what I'm cleaning up after. Nope. Yep. Nope. <laughs> Crazy gets her clock interestingly yes and she's very dramatic and upset and like thankful about it girl i was this the show that we we established they got paid by the day no charm school charm school they got paid by the day hundred dollars stipend so then he eliminates nibbles this is some bullshit it's the reasoning that's really annoying it, it is so yeah, as we talked about good. earlier he goes you're definitely real and he like and I like that. And you're a beautiful person. But I got kids. And by them just knowing what you do, you know, whatever. Her face fucking drops. She looks pissed. And you know what? She has every fucking right to be. And she probably has like the greatest line of oh, well, all so time. Now, Mike, I know you didn't watch this. But Sarah, did you watch the Lorena miniseries about Lorena Bobbitt? No, I haven't yet. I haven't, First of I haven't all, seen- very disappointed in you. <laughs> I know. I, 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 I haven't watched it yet. It's, really it's, it's great. If you like getting the truth about really sensationalized stories and also just really feel the urge to feel an overwhelming hate for like Howard Stern, uh, oh, okay. watch it. Okay. Yeah. So, I'll but also, so there's this scene. So, I don't so know if you watched back it. in the day uh, that Cat House show on HBO. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, so the there Vegas, was. Uh... 
brothel? Yes. So there was a woman that was on that show and worked for them, and her name was Air Force Amy. Oh, yeah. There was a period of time where John Bobbitt was working at the cat house, like that yes. place, the Bunny Ranch. Bunny Ranch. And why did they call it Cat House if it's called the Bunny Ranch? Anyway, so there's this incredible line at the end of the documentary that sums up the whole thing. And this Air Force Amy is like, you know, million girls in Africa every day are getting their clits cut off. But one guy gets his dick cut off and the whole world stops. And it's literally like everybody's favorite line from the documentary. It's just such a like, yes, you better fucking preach kind of moment. But like Nibbles in this moment gives me very much that same kind of vibe where she literally in her exit interview is like, I didn't sign up to be a role model. I signed up to be a lover. Yeah. And I mean, I'm sure she would have been great. You know, like I'm sure she would have been a really great girlfriend. And and I I think that it would have been fun. for the kids to see their dad fucking taking his shorts off in a hot tub on TV right? would be, you know, by the way, I don't remember what her name is. Like, not Nibbles, but I don't remember her actual real name is. I forgot. But I don't too. know why. It's so different than what fucking Flavor Flav does at all. Like, it's not any worse or anything like that. It's just. I like, mean, right. What Flavor Flav is doing is significantly more embarrassing. And yeah, just, I agree. Like, it, his existence is just more embarrassing, to be honest. And, yeah. you know, like, you don't need to explain to your kids or your kids, like, the like let them find out when they're of age. I mean, it's not like there aren't porn stars and other sex workers who yes. have children. Yeah. You just find yeah. an appropriate way to explain it to them. And a cat house is also yeah. a brothel. It's a, a yeah, brothel. a cat house is another name for so a brothel. It's a brothel series. So after she's got her really great line about that, she also says, and Flav missed out on a good fuck. Yeah, I'm sure. Which also she's kind of makes me think that because he, she's probably got some tricks up her sleeve or something, man. She's oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. Because she's pretty confident yeah. in her sexuality, <laughs> like open and unafraid about it. So what I was thinking about this, too, kind of leading into that same theory is he kept her around for so long because he assumed that she would fuck. And once she didn't and wasn't really about any of that shit. Although we don't know if she gave him a hand job. I don't think she did. I'm sorry. I Although she really like, what kind of excuse is that? What is a hand job? We talked about this at length on episode four, but like, hand jobs make a sound. Okay? And she's like, like, with that line there and her confidence, I doubt she'd give a hand job. She'd probably do something else. Yeah, right. She would be right. She'd be doing something else. So that's what makes me think that nothing really happened, and then also probably that he kept her so long because she he thought that she would be an easy fuck she's so sexual she wasn't she's like clearly just save saves herself so to speak for somebody she's like serious about Mm -hmm. yeah absolutely yeah and i agree with that completely because i mean that's what i thought about for the whole show and like the people who are not as sexually aggressive with him or sexually forward it's like well you don't know if they're just kind of more reserved and they only like to they're happy to do that stuff with people that they're going to be serious with Exactly. That's not a problem. That's not a problem. That's a nice, like, I don't know. I think that's a nice sentiment. Right. Especially if you're claiming. And I know that, like, I keep getting so angry about this and that the whole point of this show is so fucking staged and I shouldn't even care at this point. But don't <laughs> say that you're looking for a real connection or that yeah. you're, you know, looking for somebody real and genuine when you're just looking to fuck. Just say that you want to fuck somebody. Yeah. 
No, you can't for TV. Yeah. You can't do that. You don't that. need to say the word fuck, but you could be saying I'm looking for somebody to, I don't know, like, You still can't. Casually? The whole point like, of the show is Flav's supposed to be looking for love. Oh, suck my dick. Well, the, the, it's, I it, agree. Insults, it insults our intelligence, really. It yes. Does. Agreed. Oh, that, that's really that what it they is. Are, we, are, we know that they're only there to have sex with Flav or that they're there for a career or they're only there for whatever. We know this. And yet he keeps fucking saying like, oh, I'm just looking for somebody that's going to be real about me. And it's like, really? We've all fucking figured this out after one episode. We know what this is because you guys keep calling out that they're these video hoes and that they are, you know, they're porn stars, or they're models or like whatever. Everybody keeps bringing that up. So we know. We know. Exactly. Yeah. So at this point, there is still four minutes of show left. Hmm. What could that mean? What could possibly be happening? So Flav asks Big Rick to get him a box, and Rick makes this elaborate show of blowing dust off the box. Oh my gosh. That was great. He's like, like, I I don't know, getting picked up in the mic, but either way, he's making a whole big thing out of it. And he calls New York over. She's over kind of standing to the side of him, like a little bit in between the ladies and Big Rick, but over to the side. Yeah. He calls New York over and he says he's really feeling her right now and he wants to ask her, will she come back? As he Ugh. pulls the clock out of the box. As he pulls the clock out of the box. It's and everybody's face. Really funny. Clock everybody's face. Yeah, no, everybody's horrified. Oh, and yeah. I think what was so funny is like so many of them were it's like I thought to myself, because I remember there being huge fights, like over the next couple episodes, that I was like, Where did this beef come from? And it's like, oh right, it's a lot different when you think that this is it. Like Brigitte went home at the end of the day. So mm-hmm. it was easier for them to be like, fine, I'll grin and bear it. But once you find out yeah. your your competition, that takes on new meaning to all of this changes the game she's making a big show of crying and delicious makes this face i say like remember that Kristen wig character that she would do on weekend update how she would be the aunt who reviews movies like the really angry oh, aunt. Okay. so mm-hmm. like that's kind of what delicious's face reminded me of she was like oh my god like just fully yeah. disgusted bucky this is the line i keep referencing that made me laugh and she goes now i gotta compete with her ass but it's fucking on. Yeah. Oh, it's on. Like I, I'm not giving. I'm not doing it justice. Like try to watch the clip. It's so funny. Her at the end, she's just like, "Oh, it's on. It's on." Yeah. Like, yeah. She's. I honestly thought that she was a really great like competitor. I really did. Yeah. She just was an observer. I just thought she was really great. So New York is crying and making a big show of it, and so really quickly, do you think New York came in? With the knowledge, with the 100% surety, not like a, I'm, do you think the yeah. producers told New York, oh, you're going to be back on the show for real? Yeah, yeah. I absolutely think that she knew. I think Flavor Flav knew. Yeah. I think that the producers probably told Flav, like, listen, this show sucks. Everybody's just fighting. People aren't fucking, you know, whatever. The only thing that was good last season back for her redemption. I agree I, 100%. I, I think that that, I think they knew and I think that Flavor Flav, because he was talking about, like, I read some interview with him where he's talking about that, like, uh, he only kept New York around because people would tune in to watch New York. Oh, well, that's very clear by his 
facial reactions yeah. to her. Yeah, because he don't think he liked her very much. And he, I think that he just liked that she was straight neighborly. I do know that she would uh, blow him during season one. Right, right, um, right. So I kind of think that the producers knew and Flav knew. Like, the, the producers told Flav, listen, like, we got to bring her back. And it was certainly New York's goal to come back. And I think that's why part of why she acted so extra, too. Like, she's like, oh, yeah. let me fucking audition all over again to prove that, like, my, to show my worth and value about why I need to be back on this show. Because I, you can tell that, like, when she's fake crying for attention, she does a lot more, like, screaming and boo-hooing. Whereas this, she just yeah. kind of was, like, crying. But I took this as not that she was shocked, but that she was proud of herself for achieving the goal. The interviews kind of give a little foreshadowing that she's coming back because throughout the episode when they do the little side heads and everything she does say yeah. things like well i'm back and it's like well i what? think she yeah. also i think that but what i'm saying is like i think that she was she didn't she wasn't told for sure that she would be back on the show but they probably said to her something something to the effect of like well if you do really well do your thing be who, new york, be yeah. new york and I, like who knows what'll yeah. happen because she mentioned several times that, well, you wanted New York and you got to let me be New York. So that's why I thought that they that she knew that she was coming back because, you know, they are like, well, we want New York. So again, there are still several minutes left of the show. This is she, such New a York, big episode. I like literally <laughs> it's it's so much, but it's so good that well, good and terrible, but. In New York's Talking Heads, she's obviously like, you know, I'm here to win this time. Flav and I are inseparable. The funny thing is, is that she's like acting like she knows that she's here to help these other girls win Flavor's affection. And then at the end, she's like, oh, I'm going to be the whatever. But like, she's not even like intimidated by anybody. Like, she's like, oh, I think that these ones are here for Flav because she does say that. And then she's not even like, I'm. we're inseparable. She's not even like, I'm going to have to watch out for Boots and Delicious because I noticed that they are also here for Flav. Like, they're also doing the same thing that I'm doing. I think that she it would never admit to actually being intimidated by anyone. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And I think that maybe she genuinely thinks <laughs> that, like, fine, they're really here for him, but that's not a hindrance in the fact that, like, I know what I'm capable of to yeah, win she doesn't make i mean she's delusional about it so <laughs> as we come back to the actual elimination new setup, york accepts she's crying new york accepts right buck wild immediately takes her fucking clock off and new york thinks that this is the funniest shit and honestly a lot of this is iconic line of the week because of what I'm about to do. So first, yeah. I'm going to play for everyone in the event that you forgot a clip of how Buck Wild has sounded up until this point. Plus, he compassionate, you know. I need a guy that gonna hold me and a guy that gonna hold me down. You gotta hold it down. Now, yes. she um sounds a little different. Yep, she, she has goes, gone uh, full. I want to speak to your manager voice. Yes. Yep, she's gone full white lady on us now. She's like, this so what girl... happens when I get mad? Yeah. Well, yep. that was that was funny because that was the only time she slipped back into it. But we'll get there. So I'm gonna 
be putting clips in. So at first she's like, that girl disrespected your house. She smoked in here. She assaulted somebody in here. And I don't think it's right that you keep her. And New York cracks me up because this is like honestly an iconic New York line because she's like, but I'm here, bitch. And yeah, I just I love that. Right, exactly. She's not going fucking anywhere. So no, I I cracked up at this part because this was very interesting. This little clip from her talking head. That's the only girl I've ever met in my life that I don't know what the hell she's gonna do. She is crazy. And if somebody touches my body, I'm gonna lay them out. And I'm on probation. I just spent 30 grand to get out of jail. I'm not going back to jail for that bitch. I'm not ruining my life for her. She just got out of jail? 30 grand. I want to know. Well, actually, we could probably. I That's why she wish was I had decided so that. hard during the freaking photo shoot. I mean, right. That she's she's clearly very. I want to know what she got in trouble for. I feel like I knew it might come up during charm school, but I'll look it up anyway. What bail, kind of trouble are you in that you pay 30 grand to get out of it? Well, bail's only three grand, though, right? I don't know. It depends. Yeah. You can set bail at different so levels. What are you talking about? It could be something not too crazy. I mean, I didn't. This, I didn't think it was anything. I don't know. We can look it up another time. Flav begs her to stay, and she says she can't stay here, and she goes full barbecue Becky, saying she doesn't trust New York and she doesn't feel safe. And I guess I'll try to play a little bit more of this clip. So assault with a deadly weapon. What? Yeah, hang on. I just saw it. Oh shit. Damn, Buckwild. But that doesn't explain Becky Buckwild Johnson, who made it onto Flavor of Love 2, even though she had spent time in jail for assault with a deadly weapon. Yeah. What kind of casting were they fucking doing? Or, oh, Britannia. We know her. Oh, yeah. Who got out of jail just two days before filming what? Uh, Charm School at Ricky Lake. Okay. I okay. So this I, is I what my I vaguely remember that. Assault with a deadly weapon. Oh, my Damn. God. This is my theory on what they uh they cat fights and like women fighting that's what they were looking for so they probably just like went to bars and saw people because i'm sitting there thinking like there's no way that there's this many people who drink this much like this is crazy these girls are crazy at how much they drink and they probably just found people who were just like loud at bars and fucking like hey do you want to be on our show i can't think of anything else and then they probably mm-hmm. saw that she had a fucking arrest record of assault with a deadly weapon. Yeah. She's yeah. like, I can't go back. I mean, yeah, she can't go back to jail. So she's freaking the fuck out. And Flav is trying to very much wow. assure her. She was in jail twice. I'm sorry. Okay, great. But DUI we can... and then the other was. Oh, was maybe using... that's what the first one was. was. I'm, I'm sure a... that the first one for that much money was probably yeah. DUI. And she used a broken bottle as a weapon okay yeah. oh okay okay that makes i more feel sense. like okay. this comes up during charm school but i oh, don't i'm remember. excited anyway so can i just let's yes just let's wrap go, this yeah, up sorry. it's been almost four hours as much as i love talking to sarah because i talk to mike all the time the, <laughs> we have to we have to wrap this up we're so close Poor Mike. we're, we're so <laughs> close i know i i literally if you're not roasting the one you love is it even i don't know anyway <laughs> 
Blave is trying to assure her that everything is fine and New York's not going to hurt her. And she's like, I can't stay here. I really don't trust her. I don't trust her. I don't trust her. If you put handcuffs and handcuff her to a bed, I will stay here. Other than that, I don't trust her. She drinks too much. She goes crazy. I don't know what she's going to do. She's not going to touch you. I don't trust her. She's crazy. She's mentally disturbed. the question that we have all mentally been asking this entire time. Can I ask you a question? Yes. Where the fuck did your accent go? Her immediately response. I think this might response. be Flav's first. Oh no, second, because uh, I did the song, the hottie, the song he sang about hottie. The snot thing. The snotty. Yeah, the reunion. Yeah. So oh, yeah. this is, I think, Flav's second iconic line of the week. Two more than I ever wanted to give him. But it's an important question. Where did her accent go? This is kind of where she, now that she realizes that she transitioned out of it, she goes back in a little bit and she's like, oh, it's like, it's out the door with the rest of them bitches. But, you know, it's gone and everybody's kind of cracking up or like looking really shocked. It was funny, though. I mean, it was it was genuine. I was I was proud of him for asking. Yeah, I mean, I'm I mean, questions that need answers. So Flav does, I guess, what's supposed to kind of be an impression of her, sort of. And she's like, oh, well, that's what happens when I get pissed. Flav says, well, I'm not going to lie. New York is back in the motherfucking house. And Buckwild's like, that's fine. I'm going to go back to my house. And then Flav finally gets the sense that Buckwild is fake because her accent was fake. So he pours out a little for each lady. Somebody else has to clean it. I this is it's so disgusting that, that fucking carpet boots says she's not concerned about new york because she's here for Flav, and she's gonna win it with her or without her which it's like imagine flavor of sister wives yes that would i be mean i'd fucking show. Wa- i mean it, it would just be nonstop. i'd drama. watch it i would watch it but it would be horrifying i'd hate every second of it but Stiff i'm Flav still wives. intrigued oh, yeah. so he says in his talking head that he missed new york he wanted her back and ain't nobody got nothing to say about that sure sure (laughs) and then he goes on this whole thing about how he i'm sure the producers had no say in new york coming back it was all you yeah yeah yeah. i can tell by the way you look fucking dead behind the eyes and that might be why he had to say want new york to come back but the producers were like she has to because she's the only interesting part about this show and that's why he had to be flavor flav makes all the decisions about who goes and who comes and like you know blah 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 and technically she controlled the elimination she knew she was coming back i think she did i don't think she wanted buck wild to leave but i think that she wanted to come back I mean, I think it's one less person she has to compete against. I mean, I think she did what like want Buck Wild to leave because she thought that she was a fucking joke. She's offensive. And really, like, I'm not gonna really bring up the end credit scene because it's kind of just stupid. They're just like making fun of New York. They're just talking shit about New York and the van on the way home, and they call her a butterhead. Like everything looks good, butterhead. And that's that's the episode. That finally wraps up. That finally wraps up. We talked about. This we talked madness, about Skippets. We craziness. talked about Hamlet too, and the also we talked right the Iliad. We we did a bunch of we did like a high school English lesson, and yeah, we are finally here. Title. We have to come up with a. If nothing title. else, this is really educational. Yeah. Iliad of love. Eh, we'll, yeah, we'll work. We'll work on, we'll it. Work on something with that. We'll yeah. work on it because it's cool. Yeah, Sarah really yeah. tied that shit in like perfectly. It was like, oh my god. 
that's yeah no I, that I, you made a lot of really great perfect tie-ins it was it was epic like it was just like it was so exhausting this episode because I remember texting you and being like oh I'm just tired yeah I'm just tired <laughs> I, after watching it it was so many hours of work and yeah for just for what is like when we actually sat down and watched it like I mean it is only obviously 40 minutes but like once I sat down and watched it on my second watch today that I was just like, why did this feel so much longer? Mm-hmm. Like, it felt so long. But yeah. Well, both, both the episodes that we have um, done together, it felt like it was like two or three episodes in one. Like this one yes. just had so much to it. Like yes. so much happening. And it just felt like it was three episodes. It did. It could have honestly been three episodes. Like just the fight and I alone have were just, well, yeah. I would watch all of it. As we've well, mentioned before, yeah. if there was like a Big Brother style feed that I would be all over it. Well, like, and you're right, because all the fights, like, you can't keep track of all of them because it's fighting with, it's New York fighting with Boots, and then it's fucking crazy fighting with Delicious, and then it's crazy fighting with New York, and then it's fucking, it's it, it's so much. Yeah. It just, there was so many fights, and it just felt like, it felt like the producers were like, okay, look, people like fighting, so just fight. And then it's just like, well, yeah, but there's too much of a good thing. Definitely exhausting. And especially, too, because when New York was fighting with people who weren't really fighting back or, in Hottie's case, people who are straight up fucking delusional, it's one thing because it's really then kind of funny and lighthearted one-sided. But these girls are mean. Like, they're fucking mean. And it's going to be a mean, down and dirty series of fights until the end. Yeah, it was just, yeah, it was too much. You're right. They were unnecessarily mean, like, fighting with Hottie tell if, she, if you were to tell her that like she's like you're gonna clean out your room and we're gonna turn it into that we're gonna turn it into the study it's like what right you sound so out of your fucking mind you know you're like, it you're, was all, crazy. you're all jealous because i look like beyonce girl what the fuck and then same thing like with pumpkin like she was just crazy like you know the fight the fight seemed to be not legitimate but like it seemed like new york was the only person who was willing to call out the fucking craziness and yeah. be crazy it's just Fuck Flavor Flav. Fuck Brett Michaels, honestly, too. Yeah, yeah. We haven't gotten to him yet. But yeah, fuck we haven't him. even gotten to him yet, but I've seen enough that I know. And that's it. That's the Iliad of that was- 2006. Whew. Anyway, plug. I'm sweating. Plug, tell people. I know. We're so, I mean, we were sweating anyway, but tell people where they can find you. Uh, people can find me on Twitter at at Sarah H is funny. S-A-R-A-H-H is funny. Um, also on Instagram. Don't add me on Facebook because Facebook sucks. Like just. Yeah. Plus it's just trash. Thing. I hate it. Yeah. You know. <laughs> um, yeah. Take that Zuckerberg. I'm happy to say I hate Facebook. Also, um, you can buy my book, Small Potatoes, Mouthwatering Musings of a Misanthrope on Amazon. Yeah. And about it oh why listen watch listen to small time murder and crime in sports yes <laughs> also podcast. yes <laughs> i uh i've got to i've got to pimp those guys while i can those are those are my show ponies yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no but i i as i didn't realize how mad this episode made me until we're rehashing it and i'm like wow that has been i didn't realize i'm like nothing was very funny except for my iliad that i feel like is how a lot of this season has been for me minus the handful of new york lines a lot of it has just been me when sonya wakes up and she goes i'm still mad and you're just like oh my god you just woke up it's like but i can't stop thinking about the episode 
Yeah. Yeah. It was just, it's a really upsetting season so far. And it just, just does feel like a nine year war. Just, <laughs> oh, already. <laughs> Every episode is a year. Yeah, Easily. it feels like it. And it's like, oh, it's only days. And you're like, what? <laughs> and literally, this is all in the span of a 24 hour period. Like, this episode takes place during a 24 hour period. Wonderful. Yeah. It does take place during a 24 hour period. I mean, some of them have like, taken oh, places, uh, taken place over one or two days, or maybe clips from other days doctored in, but. Nope. Nope. 24 yeah. hour period. Realness. <laughs> Yeah, and oh, they, they really they really packed they really packed an episode full this time. They really packed forty minutes full. They did the most <sighs> and we are, I guess, grateful. Uh <laughs> I don't even know. Anyway, thank you, Sarah. A, a joy and a pleasure as always. Always. As always. I just I just could talk talk about anything with you guys at any amount of time. Yeah, as I was going to say, we tr we truly tested that with you today. <laughs> we truly tested you on that. Uh, you can find me at Sonia Marie Says on Twitter. You can find me at Mr. Feeney519. And you can find uh, the show at, at RewindLovePod on Twitter and Instagram. That's and it. even though we say fuck Zuckerberg. Yeah, you can also find I'm us on Facebook. Facebook. <laughs> on that Buck Zuckerberg rant. Fun fact, uh, Facebook is at least partially responsible for genocide in Myanmar. Hey, I, you <laughs> learned something, listener. You learned something today. Yes, yes. yes. The more it, you know, At the everyone. very least, we taught you about the, well, I didn't teach you anything. It's just a fact that well, I know. But knowing is half the battle. Knowing is half the battle to genocide? No, that's, Jesus Christ. All right, everyone. You all know what time it is. Sarah, you will always get a clock from us. Thank you. And <laughs> thank you, everyone, for listening and joining us. Please do not forget to rate, review, and subscribe. Five stars, please. Uh, keep spreading the word. We'll catch you next time here on Rewind the Love. Bye. Bye.